Seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. It's Saturday. It's April 29th, 2023. Happy to have you along with us. Thanks for joining us. Tom Eaglehop, your morning mayor in the house. Shama Tobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. He's so sharp we don't let him play with balloons. We're making radio great again. Mental flaws for your brain. Tom and Shane living like it's still a free country. Believe it or not, 246 shopping days till Christmas. It's International Dance Day. It's National Rebuilding Day and International Sculpture Day, Shane. So we're off to a we're off to a good start this morning. Yeah, dancing's back since COVID's gone, and you know, mm-hmm. dancing is a great thing. It's a great exercise for anybody of any age, but particularly older people. Yeah, you get out there on the dance floor. Swing dancing is a great exercise. Well, That's you for do sure. A lot of stretching and swinging. And it is good for your balance. Good for your yeah. mental thought. Yeah, it, it yeah. clears your mind because all you do is think about the music. Yeah, I keep uh, remembering Elaine on Seinfeld uh, dancing and <laughs> oh, excellent. She and was. ladies, <laughs> I want you know I can teach any lady out there in less than five minutes how to swing dance. You don't even need twelve steps. All right. You you may need 12 steps after they dance with you, but other than that, should be fine. So, <laughs> All well, right. The great, thing about, the great tradition about dancing, real quick, mm-hmm. wasn't on the list, but I'll mention it anyway. It. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, dancing's a great tradition because a woman has to trust a man. So when a man asks you to dance and you say yes, you're telling him you trust him. Particularly if you're touch dancing, like I mentioned, swing dancing or mm-hmm. slow dancing or, or ballroom dancing of any kind, because he has to lead. And, and, and that's a very t- difficult thing because people can see you. But the, other, the second key, there's two keys that I teach. The second key is just look, with, just look at your partner in the eyes. Don't think about anything. And no one knows you make a mistake unless you tell them or show them. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's just that simple. <laughs> two, two rules of my dance club. All right. What are, Where the, are we two, going now? What are the two rules? <laughs> I, 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 I can teach you to dance in five minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> look in the, trust the man you're dancing with. All right. Well, uh, apparently uh, the uh, Montana legislature doesn't trust one of their legislators, Shane, because I see that. <laughs> transgender lawmaker uh, Zoe Zephyr uh, barred from the Montana House floor after Republican lawmakers voted to silence her for the rest of the 2023 session. Uh, I think the session's over around May 10th, somewhere in there. Uh, so, uh, What, did uh, she go off and start yelling on the floor or well, uh, her she was she was taking exception to uh, the uh, mutilation of minors. Uh, they called it gender affirming care, but uh, right. we all know what it is. It's mutilation of minors, and the gallery um, disrupted and you know yelling, "Let her speak, let her speak!" And so they said, "Well, you're you're a distraction to the uh, business we're doing here, so you're out of here." Oh, there you go. Yeah. Kabam. Uh, what, what count? What what riding or county is she from? She's um, she's from Missoula, of course. Oh, is she? Hundredth okay. District in Missoula, I believe. If I'm wow. got my facts right. But uh, yeah, she told Republicans colleagues they'll have blood on their hands if they ban sex change surgery for kids, which led to her being silenced in sessions this week. So she's barred from the floor, anteroom, and the gallery. For the rest of the legislative session this year, 
Uh, her ban was passed uh, 68 to 32. Uh, the 32 Democrats all voted in her favor, of course. But uh, well, that, that, that's a pretty crude accusation when it's the woke that has the bloody hands. I was going to say, if there's anybody that has blood on their hands, it's going to be anybody that votes for mutilating kids uh, before they're able to uh, make decisions on their own and and uh, more more uh, uh, you know detriment to their parents for allowing it. I know. I, I mean, I know we've talked about the block of transgender. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like 1.1 percent. I mean, it's just, but yeah. it is a large number. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 1.6 million people, but uh, mm-hmm. they have expendable income and they all get out and vote. But it, it's you'd think that women, mothers, particularly mm-hmm. in the suburbs with children, you, I, why would they vote for a Democrat or a woke person with these beliefs? It's 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 quite. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get your politics anymore, though. I told you that. So I'm. Yeah, our, I'm, I'm yeah, out of here, baby. The, yeah, the United States has just gone completely off the uh, off the rails. I mean, we're 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 off the charts so far that um, you know the, the train can't find us. That's how far. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I mean, war, pestilence, starvation, and you're talking about oh, what you the abuse of children. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's it's getting a little ridiculous. Well, uh, 2021, the CBC uh, released data showing uh, 24% of high school uh, students said they were either bisexual, 12%, gay or lesbian, 3%, or other, 3.9%, or said they questioned their sexuality, 5.2%. So one in four students in 2021 think they're they're a sex other than what what they are. Yeah, and, and the amazing thing is, if you ask the same question to the same children about being a racist, they'd all tell you no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. But you, know, but, you know, the woke tried that. They tried to make them all racist. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. They all tried to make them all bigots. Didn't work. So, oh, well, let's press this issue about this minority. It's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs when it's a personal choice a decision that's made um a public policy and and political uh, uh talking point it, it's really weird yeah yeah if you want to be a part of the big broadcast today 406-522-TALK is the number 406-522-8255 let's go to the phones caller you are on with the amazing award-winning tom and shane what's up you are amazing, Tom and Shane. Well, I guess I called the right number. You got the right Tom. number, Nancy. How you doing? I'd be worried. Well, good, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, Zoe uh, Zephyr, interesting character. I'm going to call him a him because that's exactly what he is. He was born, I guess, in Billings, Montana. His real name is Zachary Race, R-A-E-S-H. And I agree with what the House did to him. He's there to uh, make laws and to vote in Portland, but he's not there to protest. Uh, he's not a lawmaker. I, I see him as a troublemaker, and he's funded by dark money. This is a way to attack the nuclear family and also uh, our culture and our moral compass in this country. You know, Tom and Shane, homosexuals have been around since the beginning of time. And yeah. they have, uh, we have accepted them, and they've adapted nicely into our culture, you know, all over the world. And they've contributed to this country. I mean, they've, they've fought in our wars. They've got good jobs, education. They buy properties. I mean, they um, go to church, and they just prefer 
relationships with their with their same sex. And I want to explain something that geneticists have discovered that all human embryos start life as females, as do all embryos of mammals. We are a mammal. And uh, about the second month, the fetal test elaborated enough uh, androgens to offset the maternal estrogens, and maleness develops. And when this happens, sometimes that split, when it becomes uh, a male from the female, they keep too much of the female hormones, and they grow up with characteristics, uh, feminine characteristics, and um, this, you know, and their voices and everything are a little bit different. And that's 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 something that happens in in the mother's womb. We have no control over that. I mean, the creation of life is a miracle as it is. We we just don't know. It's something unknown. But um, what she did was. Uh, or what they did was horrible. I guess they were throwing things down at the other members of the legislature and everything. That is uncalled for, and it's uh, disrespectful, and the rule of law. And I'm so glad that the House um, banned her or him. And um, I don't know. This is transgender thing. It started, what, about 10 years ago, and about the last three and or four years, it's really been getting a, a push from the media and everything else. And our schools did a very bad thing. When they started to go go along with this and start painting uh, LGBT colors on the, in the hallways and school stairs, they were wrong to do that. That should not have been brought into our public school system at all. And now all the kids are, are getting confused. And uh, I really feel so sad and sorrowful for, for the, uh, our children in public grade schools and uh, high schools. Uh, they just don't have the tranquility we had growing up and, and the sports and the uh, camaraderie. I mean, there seems to be so much tension and so much questioning in our public school systems, and uh, it's just it's just tragic. So um, I don't care what anybody says. These people, these trans, they're not, I don't know, they've, they seem to have mental issues, and uh, psychiatric care, I think, uh, is what Zephyr, uh, the Zoe uh, Zephyr needs. I mean, they they have violent tendencies. I mean, I'm starting to hear violence all over from that transgenders are causing, and uh, we never heard that in the homosexual community before. And uh, so I just wish that some of the homosexuals, uh, they would step up to the plate and kind of give their opinions on all this. But that's all I have to say today. Everybody try and have a great weekend. All right. Thanks for the call, Nancy. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Let's take another call. 522-TALK is the number. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? All right. Not there. All right. Well, uh, in the same vein here, uh, Shane, uh, uh, David Gianforte, uh, uh, the governor's son, 32 years old, uh, sat down with uh, the governor to uh, discuss the LB, uh, LGBTQ ASAP WXYZ WTF, I guess. Uh, plus, and, don't forget the plus. Plus, yeah, I got to put the plus in there. Yeah, because it goes on forever. Uh, so uh, he's talking about uh, Senate Bill 99, a ban on, um, and I. Uh, this may be the last time I call it gender affirming. Uh, health care because it's gender mutilation of of minors uh, if you want to if you want to define the bill accurately and uh, a bill to define sex is strictly binary in Mon- Montana's code 
And uh, Bill 359, a ban on drag performances in uh, public places. And uh, so, um, yeah, he's talking to uh, Dad, saying, hey, Dad, you're coming down on my kind or my my group. Uh, so My minority. Yeah. Well, uh, he signed the bill. Jim um, Forty signed the bill, as far as, as far as I can, of course, as far as I can that, see. That, and the majority uh, of Montana Mon, Montana voters mm-hmm. or the public would want him to do. So he, that's what he's there to do, buddy. Yeah. Rule of the majority, mm-hmm. rights yeah. of the minority. Well, the other thing that um, is going on in the legislature uh, regarding abortion, which is another thing that when Roe v. Wade was overturned by the uh, Supreme Court, well, it wasn't overturned. It was just the who who has charge of it changed, I guess. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Montana's health department will require prior documentation that an abortion is medically necessary before the state's Medicaid uh, program will authorize payment for the procedure. Uh, the rule is to set. Uh, the rule is set to take effect on Monday, uh, but the state's abortion providers uh, filed a lawsuit. What a surprise! Uh, Friday, seeking to block it. The legislature also passed a bill this week to put similar uh, requirements into state law. Starting on July first, the health agency uh, took public comment on in January about the rule change that opponents said would reduce uh, access, delay, and possibly prevent abortion care for low-income women. The health department said a review of the abortions over the past decade led it to believe it was paying for elective abortions, not medically necessary abortions. So there you are. Well, the, 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 the ego man lays it out for you in plain English. Yeah. So, you know, hey, just just a, a, a thought about Nancy's call. Look, I, I was uh, in... in uh, a singer, um, enjoyed it all my life. When, when I was in uh, junior high, I was in a choir. When I was in high school, I was in the choir of Thomas Jefferson. And I got picked to be in the Denver choir, um, you know, the city choir. So I, I was a basic tenor because I could sing a high C, which is why you have those beautiful, you know, choirs of uh, boys in, in Europe, in the churches and so forth. And but mm-hmm. when we physically change between 16 and 18, so does our voice. I mean, it's just one of those natural progressions that we go through. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's uh, it's not that there's there's any. I mean, I, I think everybody has at some point in their life, mostly in high school or maybe college, you know, this idea about yeah, you know, like maybe like should I experiment? And you know, the vast majority, like 90 percent, you know, no. Mm-hmm. They say, no, I'm not interested. So, again, it, this, this is one of the things. There's no way this can be made, a decision on this can be made before you reach puberty. You know, 16 for guys and 13, mm-hmm. 14 for girls. But, you know, it's it's pretty pretty bizarre. Yeah, I know. It's, um, yeah, growing up in today's society versus when we grew up, Shane, uh, 24-7, 365 social media, uh, you yeah. know, more so- cyber bullying of, uh, you know, girls and guys. And it's, uh, I, I feel for parents today that, that have a, have a kid in school that, uh, I mean, the, the pressures, uh, must be unbearable for these kids. 
Well, and I think it's, you know, particularly in the baby boomers and the greatest mm-hmm. generation, you know, 2000, 2000, uh, what, 2025 to 45, mm-hmm. and then 45 to 65, our generation, we, we had fathers in the house. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, the, 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 discipline mm-hmm. tends to keep you in line, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as your designated, uh, uh, you know, personage. Mm-hmm. Um, girls aren't physically disciplined by most parents, but males are, right? So, you well, know, a, you learn. Pretty, we hope so. I was. Quick. <laughs> I was. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can take another phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, I wanted to go on with what Nancy was saying, and it's, they, they need to clarify because I know you were explaining to Shane what happened in the house, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the idea that she, what she said about, uh, or he said about blood on your hands is what happened after that when that, uh, all that mob came into the Capitol there and then they started beating on the doors and stuff of the Capitol doors mm-hmm. and, to try to make a riot. And then they, were throwing uh, red gloves down at the legislators, so they had to get them up and against the walls and whatnot. And then she, he stood up and uh, held his hand up like Black Lives Matter or whatever to basically egg on the riot, which they call it like Aaron Flint's had a transurrection. So it wasn't an idea about how uh, bad it was about him saying that it was blood on their hands, but the idea that he, that he was involved in causing an insurrection at our capital and everything. And then they had to uh, have the riot police come in there and they had a heads up on the deal and, and they, uh, you know, uh, arrested those people. And then the Associated Press and them just kind of made it look like they were escorted out. No, they, they I think it was seven of them got arrested. It probably should have been more of them, but he was standing right down on the House floor with his mic and egging it on. So that's why it got but throw it out of there. And the other thing is when you get elected to that, you have to go through a course that uh, with protocol and that, which he was very aware of. So that's what happened at the whole deal. And so it was all brought down. All he had to do was apologize like other legislators have, and he'd have been fine. But he, like you guys been saying, these transgender people are worse off than the homosexuals. They're just plum evil. So I'll just give you my two cents on that. All right, man. Thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. All right. All right. Yeah. There's uh well, a lot uh, a lot to digest there, Shane, that um uh, or throw up. Yeah. Well, the other sad point is, of course, it puts Montana on the national map. Uh, we've been all over national news. They'll probably they'll probably interview Zoe on sixty minutes uh, before long, I would guess. So Well, that's because the woke and the left have targeted Montana. Mm -hmm. They think it's purple and they can turn it red or, Mm -hmm. you know, blue. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that that Soros has been pouring all kinds of money into your state, you know, Mm -hmm. across the the local and state uh, elections Mm -hmm. to try and turn the state, you know, blue. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's not succeeding. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get a few text messages here before we uh, go to the bottom of the hour. Woke. Republicans think this is a scary word. No, we we finally come up with with our own word that works. <laughs> Actually, it's a black word. So if you want to be absolutely accurate about it, so that's true. 
Uh, why is it so hard for Republicans to call a person a woman after they go through the surgery to change their sex organs? Um, I don't have a problem with that if they do the change, but as far as I know, Zoe has not. Sorry, the stupid po- protesters were not throwing stuff down. Well, <laughs> the, the footage says otherwise. They were but wrong. I, you know, I just want to throw this in about that last one about uh, calling a woman with a sex change and, mm-hmm. and the medical procedure. Why people don't call her a woman? That, that's why that uh, associate justice was asked that question. Can you define a woman? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it, it, it is a question that should be answered by lawmakers because uh, of that exact point. Uh, a woman is a sentient being um, in a species that can bear children. Mm-hmm. And as a mammal, bears the children and carries it. Uh, you know, and so it's not an easy, it's not a difficult definition. But you make those, you, you define a woman as she is then a transgender does not qualify to be called a woman. Transgenders are not violent, but they do get violent attacks on them by paranoid haters. Well, so do Asians and so do a lot of other people that don't deserve it. Uh, Governor It's just like they're not content with their name. I mean, a transgender is a transgender. And that's fine, like you said, and I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, and also some of the the, uh, gay uh, folks say, well, don't lump don't lump them in with me. <laughs> They're an entirely hey, different group. You know? yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't, uh, you know, one size doesn't fit all, so to speak. So. But they, and they should be identified as a different group. Like yeah. they, they're, mm-hmm. they're a minority within that minority. Actually. Mm-hmm. So there you are. Well, that's true. There you are. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this first segment. Uh, when we come back, uh, I want to talk about Bud Light a little bit uh, because I think Bud Light sheds a lot of uh, a lot on this topic, and we've got a lot more we got to uh, get into as well. Uh, Joe Biden is paroling <laughs> Ukrainians in the United States. We're going to talk about that when we come back. So stay tuned. A lot more Tom and Shane to come right after the news. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes for the top of the hour, and uh, Tom and Shane on in the morning. And uh, I did misspeak. Uh, Zoe did have her surgery, so uh, I guess uh, he, she, it, uh, whatever, is um, officially a female. So let's uh, go to the phones. 522-TALK is the number. Caller. Whoops. Nobody there. All right. Let's try over here. Uh Flipping around, Shane. <laughs> They're going everywhere. <laughs> Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? All right. We're having a phone issue this morning, as usual. So keep trying. I'm trying to get you on. So let it ring. <laughs> we'll find a uh, we'll find a uh, line you can talk on. Maybe here, Caller. Hello. Are you there? <laughs> I am. I All finally right. got a line I could talk on. Finally, yeah, thanks. Go for it, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, gentlemen, I have a, a quick question. Um, why do they call it gender-affirming care? Your gender is affirmed when you're born, isn't it? Isn't that, is that correct? Well, that's my thought. You're, you're pretty well what you are. You know, you're short, yeah. tall, I fat, mean, thin, black, white. Rich, poor, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I, 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 well, 
I, I just I, I'm I'm confused, and I wish some of these texters would understand this. Hmm. It, it's just it, it just amazes me that you have to we have to go through this whole diatribe for months about <laughs> transgenders. I mean, mm-hmm. good grief! I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Shane. Affirming is a soft word. It sounds loving. It sounds, you know, like you yeah. want to be supportive. Yeah. So uh, affirming, yeah. affirming is like a, you know, it's a, it's a soft verb. Yeah. Pro-choice yeah, sounds well, much better m- than pro-death. Mutilation, is, which, as Thomas pointed out, which is what they're doing, that doesn't go well, you know. Yeah. M- mutilation care uh, bill. Yeah. We want you to vote to mutilate. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't go well on a Hallmark card. That's right, but we I want see. you to vote I for see. affirming. You know, it just sounds so soft. And, and the, the, the agenda continues because they're pushing uh, uh, puberty blockers, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and an abortion pill also. This to me is a strong lobby for the um, for big pharma. Uh, you know, the the COVID vaccine. Well, I can't make any more money on that. Yeah. So they might as well, you know, start start this kind of stuff. And by mm-hmm. the way, how do you block a puberty? I mean, that's a natural process. And why would you want to do that? Yeah. Well, scientists have figured it out. That's why they want to make their money. But as I've always said, when man's ruled by laws and not morals, everything is acceptable. So yeah. here we go again. Yeah. Another acceptable mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. of man, you know, the the, yeah. the, the greatness of man. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, gentlemen, are we going to default or what's what's going on here? No, we're not going to default. Okay, that's that's all I want. Well, to now I you can... you you won't default as a country. Yeah, but the market may say that you have, mm. and that's the danger that we keep trying to tell people for yeah. the last two years is th- this is the danger. If if uh, people move away, um, you know, like China has because we talked about it, they, they they're dumping their debt, and uh, you Jerry, you remember a year ago I said. No, actually, two years ago, when when before Trump was out during COVID, I said he should grab the debt. You know, at that point, it was nine hundred billion uh, from China because he can, and uh, to pay for it. But you know, they're mm-hmm. they're starting to uh, dump their U.S. debt because they think they're going to be able to make this transition now from global uh, trading away. Not just they'll continue trading with the U.S., but the rest of the world. They'll trade directly, so they they would probably only require you know five hundred billion in U.S. debt to trade with the U.S. So I see. They, they wouldn't uh, it, need it, the other four hundred billion. I'm sorry. Well, it's it's quite an indication when our GDP growth, less than expected, is down to one point one percent, and less terrible. for next year. There's your fifth black mm-hmm. swan. Yeah. Well, that's that's five oh, black geez. swans. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, you've seen what gas. They, they, you've seen gas go up, and anytime gas and diesel yep. go up, that 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 impacts store shelves, you know, because it, co- it just absolutely costs more to get it there. So we're going to see this. Uh, you know, Shane and I've been talking about it. The the summer is not going to be fun. Uh, the mm. fall is not going to be fun. Next year, you got an election mm. year, so that's not going to be fun. So yeah. we're, it's going to be a tough two years. Uh, back when COVID started, they said it would probably take till the end of 2023 to recover from it. 
and that's you know well, that's that's what we're looking at. We're and I if Joe three K, if Joe three K gets to 28 percent, you know, before mm -hmm. the primaries, Biden's gone. Well, I think mm -hmm. I think it's going to be beyond that, Tom. Yeah. Beyond twenty twenty three, it's going to take another couple oh, of will. years. No, I think it will. I think the the election is going to disrupt everything. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Did people aren't going to have any. Con There's going to be so much fear dragged out during this uh, the, during this uh, coming election that. I mean, Americans are going to be sitting in their homes with locked doors and their hand on the trigger. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have a trigger, but and, I've and got plenty of arrows. And that's, and that's, that's, to, that's to protect the food that they had to pay for. Right. I don't have a trigger, but I got plenty of arrows for my bow. So if anybody <laughs> okay, there you that, go. All right. Yeah, they're going to look like a pincushion by the time I'm. You, you them. get one of those crossbows that you know fires three arrows at a time, Jerry. Egad. There you go. I, I got enough trouble loading one. Yeah. Um, did you guys? Yeah. <laughs> did you fellas listen to Biden's um, uh, re-election video thing that came out? Uh, yeah. We all, of course. Yeah. We have to. It's our, oh, it's our job. <laughs> why did they? Why does Biden say it's our democracy? We're not. Yeah. You know, the, the the pledge of allegiance says to the republic. Yeah, Come we're not, on, a, we're democracy. not a democracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, and he said inflation's going down. But he doesn't White know House, the difference. Yeah. Oh, well, and the White House says that the uh, president created uh, 12 million jobs. Obviously, Tom, this gentleman has not got your memo. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently Jeez, not. Whiz. I wish <laughs> I wish they'd read your memo. And, and Tom, yeah. one last one, one quick thing. Sure. Did you hear the, this news at the top of the hour or before you came on the air about San Diego, your old stomping grounds? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're going to buy three hotels at a price of 150 million or some kind of thing to house the homeless. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. they're going to take care of that property as their own, Jerry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, sure. They're going to be tearing you. out and the copper the pipes to hawk. Down yeah, the, yeah, there'll actually be more people living in the parking lot than than in the hotel. Yeah. Gee whiz! And notice too, gentlemen, when the first time unemployment claims are you know way above 200,000, mm -hmm. that's why. That is why your um, commercial for um, uh, a zip recruiter has increased. They're in first place. And since the price of gas has gone up, that uh, app, that free upside app is really getting is now in second place. So yeah. you can see the trend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just so I have a question fellas. for both of you scholars. Why is it in California <laughs> that the homeless don't live on the beach? You know that's a good question, Tom and I, mm -hmm. or Shane, and I think I understand. Mm -hmm. I know why. When okay, the tide comes fire. in, when the yeah, well, when the tide comes in, they'll get washed back out. Having 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 been having having been homeless in San Diego myself personally, I will tell you yeah. why you're not at the beach. Uh, everybody's walking around in swimsuits. Nobody's got any money for you. Uh, panhandling, uh, panhandling at the beach doesn't work. You've got to, you got to go down to the high end uh, military or military, the monetary district, and uh, you know. And uh, I always used a plastic cup. You know, I'd put a buck in it. Uh, right. <laughs> to entice yeah. people. Yeah, you salt them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you salt the mine that time. That's a good That's idea. That's what I go. did. Yeah. Yep, there you go, Shane. There you there go. There you go. There's your answer. But well, folks, you heard it here from 
birth from your mayor yeah. and uh, the you know eagle man and the, uh, you know and of course our the great one yeah. all right oh, man uh, thanks for thanks for taking my call all guys right. thanks great for show. the call man all always right. a pleasure all right take it easy all right yeah, I want to talk about Bud Light for a second because uh, that uh, blew up all over the place on the uh, uh, marketing and advertising gal from uh, uh, from uh, Anheuser-Busch. And uh, uh, the interesting thing about this, Shane, is that, you know, we've been talking about uh, transsexuals uh, all morning or most of the morning anyway. And, you know, you... Uh, I'll, I'll read a I'll read a text in a minute that calls us bigots and whatever from you know calling this out, but the thing about Bud Light is Bud Light gave people the opportunity to voice their um, voice their anti woke without going after directly going after someone. They went after a company. And that's why, because it was safe to do, it was safe to say, I don't like this. You know, I don't like uh, brands doing this. So all these, um, uh, you know, uh, celebrities come out. I'm taking Bud Light off my tour bus. I'm, uh, you know, people, uh, bars stop selling it. And it costs uh, Anheuser-Busch a lot of money. Well, InBev, the Belgian company that owns them, I guess, or Swedish or wherever the hell they are. Belgian, yeah, Belgian. Yeah, so, so this was an example of the people were free to say, "I don't, I don't go for all this, uh, you know, shoved down my throat." So I'm gonna, I'm gonna demonstrate against uh, an entity, an unhuman entity, and I can, and I'm not. uh, There's no pushback against me if I don't want to enjoy a Bud Light, you know. So. That was well, I, I, that I'm showed the guy. that showed the that showed the um, the feeling of America, I think. Yeah, and uh, as I said, I'm a market guy. So the 40, 52 week low for um, Anheuser Busch, which, uh, as you pointed out, is a is a uh, Belgian amalgamated company, and uh, was forty four dollars forty four and a half bucks back in uh, uh, November of last year. And uh, it, it was really doing good. I mean, it, it had climbed to $67, and then they started this ad, and then it, it dropped off uh, down five bucks, and and it's come back. It, it's back around 65 bucks again. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is it dropped off by five billion dollars yeah. in value. Yeah. And it, well, well, the market recovered on it. Um, I, I, you know, it's it's one of these situations I'm watching. And I, I just want to bring this up really quick, as I, if I can, because this is an example of a of a company that you know I I worry about. You, you know, mm-hmm. Google is a great company, and um, I, you know, and I still see it mm-hmm. way overvalued at one hundred and seven dollars. That's down twenty seven cents on Friday, for those who could care. But mm-hmm. you know, the PE ratio on it is twenty four. So right now, with what's happened in the last nineteen months, and we've warned people about and. Number of 21. Um, the, the problem that you have is, is yeah, that it, it's a big float. There's five billion, almost six billion shares out on it. But with a mm-hmm. PE ratio of 24, mm-hmm. there's 39 million, um, or excuse me, 47 million shares short. Now that's reported, so mm-hmm. you can double that to 100. 
So there's like 100 million people short on the stock, so trading it up and down mm -hmm. or thinking it's going to go down anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, 100 million at 100 bucks is a lot of money. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you know that's like ten billion dollars. You know, that's a lot. <laughs> well, the human rights campaign is calling on Anheuser Busch, the maker of Bud Light, to publicly reaffirm its support for the transgender community following weeks of right wing pushback. I take exception to right wing pushback. <laughs> there are there are a lot of Democrat parents out there that don't want their kid uh, mutilated uh, before uh, no, you know the, before the right the decision making uh you know till they can make their own decisions logically so uh, but anyway a right-wing pushback over the brewing company's recent partnership with uh, transgender social media influencer uh dylan mulvaney and uh, a letter sent to anheuser-busch head of human resources jay brown a senior vice president of the human rights uh Foundation slammed the company response to the controversy as insufficient and cowardly. Well, the American people kind of stood up and, and said their piece, I think. And I don't think that's they right. were all right-wing extremists. So that's where we find ourselves. No, no and they're not. And, you, mm -hmm. and you're right to declare that. And and uh, that's what's great about the show, right? You know, it's... Uh, being tolerant of all these issues, which you and I are, because we have to be balanced. We can't be partisan. Right? The only be, thing I'm partisan. Yeah. The only thing I'm partisan about is I don't want, I don't want children mutilated before they're able to no. make a a decision that's going to affect their entire life. You know, I think no, that, they need to be at be least eighteen party. or at least twenty one or whatever. You know. That's right. Uh, that that can't be a third party decision. Meaning, even parents. I, I, as yeah. a parent, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the the two biggest concerns I had for my children, with regard to doctors raising them, mm -hmm. was first their teeth. Got got to watch those teeth, right? Yeah, that's so it. you know, you know, and I found out early. By the time they're nine, they're going to need braces. Oops, thirty grand. Better save that. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, this 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 the second thing was uh, teachers, you know, mm -hmm. that they had good teachers. Because I, I always made a point as a parent when the school year started and they mm -hmm. were assigned teachers, I went in and met them. Yeah, I, I sure, wanted yeah. to know what the, my children's mm -hmm. teacher was like. So uh, it, it was never, never a, a mm -hmm. physical thing, ever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. just not something you, I thought about as a parent. Well, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, no well, way back well the other thing is I saw an interview with a with a, a teacher who was who was told they can't discuss the child's uh, sexual preference with the parents. All they can. Well, and how how does that come up? I mean, yeah. who makes that law? You know. Yeah, like, I know. Really, I don't, like, I you know I'm restricted to uh, uh, what subjects are taught, homework assignments, things like that. That's the only thing I'm allowed to talk about. If, if a child indicates they want to be uh, some other sex, I can't reveal that to the parents. And, and the, the amazing thing about the woke left is that these, these rights that people are, are, are endeared with keep getting younger and younger, mm -hmm. but not for a baby. Yeah. You know, conception in the womb is not, it has no rights. But yeah. a six-year-old has privacy rights that, that you yeah. have to keep from the parents. Mm -hmm. yeah. They make no sense, Tom. No kidding. You can't have it both ways. Yep. 
Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Caller, thanks for waiting. You're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey, Shane. I'll give you an example of where they, they have it both ways. But anyway, as far as the, the beer market goes, the beer market is fairly saturated. I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of beers and only so many people drinking them. And if Bud Gay can become the preferred beer of that community, they would have grabbed a huge market share. Well, they could have. Now, yeah. Well, yeah, it's all yeah, guys I mean, turning that, into girls. Becomes, They're not going to stop drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that becomes the preferred beverage of, of the gay scene, oh, man, these people made some money. Secondly, <laughs> As far as, you know, young babies not having rights, um, circumcision. Yeah, there you go. All right. Thanks. Nobody nobody told me that was going to happen when I came out. Yeah, you lose two inches. Yeah, that's for sure. From our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone, based on genes at birth, and no matter what surgery a person does or drugs administered, no one can change their sex. So Zoe is a male no matter what, according to our texture. That's right. XY, XY, XY. You can't change it. It's just what it is. It's there and whatever. Uh, Governor Gianforte's son is gay. That will confuse listeners. <laughs> Okay. Now our our listeners are never confused about anything. That's the that's the issue. That's right. I have heard a lot of ignorance and bigotry on your show, but you your first segment uh, today blows everything else out of the water. Maybe you should change the name of the show to Open for Bigots. Uh, the ma- the mask the mischaracterization characterization of the trans issue and the bigotry showed accusing them of violence and perversion. It's disgusting. If you want to help children in today's society, keep your laws and your ignorance away from them and leave it to them and their parents. Well, unfortunately, well, that person, go look up the definition of bigotry. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> a bigot is a person who is intolerant of someone else. Tom and I have never been intolerant of a person, a conversation, mm-hmm. a subject, a topic, or mm-hmm. anything else that we've discussed on that show. So you are wrong. You owe us an apology. I hope it goes viral. There you are. Uh, Zoe, as reported on the news, is bisexual. So it's all mixed up. So Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no. So now she's in two minorities of a minority? She's yeah, bisexual. well, she's in three, actually. I guess she'd be in three minorities, so. Well, she's in one minority already, and then two yeah. minor minorities. Yeah. One is as a bisexual, and one is a transgender. What does mm-hmm. she identify as? Well, we? I, she de- oh, I guess she so. She identifies as we. Yeah, I guess so. She's three different genders. Libs love to throw tenter, temp, temper tantrums when they don't get their way, thinking their opponents will cave like the Libs' parents must have when they were kids. Yep, I, I blame the parents on this, you know, if um, we got to go there. Well, the, the other thing, too, mm-hmm. that's quite fascinating, I think, and, and I, I don't, I can't speak for you, but I can, I can only speak for myself. D- deciding about my political preferences was not easy uh, because I, I'm socially minded. 
Um, I think the, in both business and, and uh, care of people that can't care for themselves, meaning the government should at times step in and, and try and, uh, you know, provide funding for jobs, you know, like building highways and so forth, so that you keep trade people working all the time. Mm -hmm. And But but on the other side, the fiscal responsibility, and it, it wasn't until I got to Nixon that, it, that, you know, for two reasons. One, he, he, he I, the watching the way he dealt with, which was a terrible mess after, you know, Vietnam and, and Johnson, and the financial situation was, I mean, it was almost a depression, right? And and then, of course, ending the Vietnam War. So it's it's one, and creating things like the Environmental, you know, Protection Agency. I mean, the guy was, he was totally unbiased and bipartisan. Okay. Uh, wokeism has been defined or described by its critics as the omnipresent use of race and, to a lesser extent, gender, to replace uh, mer meritocracy, <laughs> easy for me to say, and thus ensure quality of result. What follows from implementing that ideology are repertory actions and re to reward those of the present by atoning for the injustices done to others in the past. So, and and just for everyone, the great great comment because meritocracy is is merit, mm -hmm. and uh, in a capitalist society, you, you need to have uh, an area to perceive or judge someone by their merit. Mm -hmm. What what are they capable of doing, and what can they do? Yeah. And uh, if you're better at something like money or business, or law, or medicine, you're going to be more successful. Mm -hmm. And uh, th that's why, you know, real people, real leaders will tell you they they want to judge immigrants mm -hmm. because, as we, as we know, tw now 12 million people a year legally come into your country mm -hmm. based on merit, meaning they got to have a job. Yeah, they got to take care of themselves. We, we don't want, you don't want people here having everyone else take care there of There you them. go. Wokeism's natural logic is to destroy the lives of people of both genders, of all races, and if need be, those of every age, all to leverage an otherwise unworkable ideology agenda. It is. Uh, it destroys everything it touches. It uh, tears apart foes and friends alike, whether by fueling media-driven hatred of Donald Trump or <laughs> or anyone else, or Joe Biden, I guess. So there we are. So don't. Uh, <laughs> now don't exhale too big because you'll make me nervous. Yeah, well, it's only only two hours to go. <laughs> we'll be back with more right after the news. Stay tuned. More Tom and Shane on the way. Welcome back, everyone. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday. It's April 29, 2023. Uh, we're looking for a high of 69 degrees today. Shane Matobin, half man, half amazing, is in Kamloops, Canada. Tom Eagle, up your morning mayor in the house. And uh, Shane, it's 9 o'clock. It's time for Trump actions you didn't know he did. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we Fire go. Away, there you go, man. Here we go. Second Amendment. In August, the Justice Department terminated Operation Choke Point, an Obama program encouraging banks not to do business with high-risk businesses, which was used to target gun dealers. 
Welfare reform. In August, more than 1.1 million fewer Americans were on food stamps under President Trump compared to the Obama administration. Welfare reform. In August, the uh, Department of Health and Human Services rescinded, rescinded, Shane, Obama-era directive that had allowed states to request a waiver to ignore work requirements for the poor in order to receive welfare. Work requirements. Not required under Obama for the uh, for the other. Oh, let's see. Uh, government reform. Someone hanging up. Yes, someone hanging up. Government Thank reform. You. The uh, president signed an executive order in August projected to infrastructure projects. Uh, the order establishes a two-year goal for the federal government to uh, permit. Uh, or to process all the actions required by federal law for the environmental review of permits for uh, major uh, infrastructure projects. Sorry. Mm. Veteran administration reform. President signed the Harry W. Comerly Veterans Education Assistance Act in August, which provides education benefits to veterans, service members, and their family members, including tuition, fees, books, housing, and other additional costs. Also with Veterans Administration, President Trump signed the Veterans Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act in August, streamlining the lengthy process that veterans undergo when appealing disability benefits claims with the VA. More than 470,000 veterans were awaiting uh, decisions regarding their appeals. The Veteran Affairs Administration is the first agency to post information on employee disciplinary action online. Islamic Jihad. In August, Trump presented in an address to the nation a new military strategy that put Pakistan on notice for supporting jihadists and warned cabal. It would no longer receive a blank check, moving the U.S. away from the Bush-era policy of nation-building and focusing on killing terrorists. Military. In August, Trump directed the military not to move forward with a controversial Obama mandate to allow for the first time transgender individuals to be recruited into the armed forces. Military. Trump elevated the Department of Defense Cyber Command to the status of Unified Combatant Command in August, demonstrating an increased focus on cybersecurity. And, and if I could just remind everyone about Pakistan, I don't mean to interrupt mm -hmm. you, and I apologize, okay, but no. it should be mentioned. The, the, the big thing here with Trump on Pakistan was that they were blackmailing your country because Afghanistan was landlocked, and they had to go mm -hmm. through Pakistan to get equipment and, and fuel that they couldn't fly in through Pakistan. And they were having to pay like over a hundred billion dollars a year just to drive it in, you know, through their country. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, the when you expand the reasoning for it, you know, guys, just smart, common sense stuff, right? Yep, that's what I would say. Yeah. All right, last one: uh, immigration. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services in August denied requests from employers to import cheap foreign labor into the U.S. for high-skilled jobs if the employer could not explain why they wanted to pay a lower wage for such work. So That's right. Go. Now, can we just jump to uh, why plummeting tax receipts or raising fears about the debt ceiling? Right, after, right after this call, we will. Okay. <laughs> Fire away, buddy. Caller, you're on the air. What's going on? 
All right, let's go here. Call you on the air. What's up? Oh, wow. Good there. morning. Good morning. <laughs> this is Elena <laughs> from Seaburg. It's been, it's been a while trying to get through to you guys. It's like hitting a lot of I know. It's so hard. I, I don't know why it has to be so difficult to <laughs> get a phone system that works, but. Anyway, do you, you, feel, operator, you feel like a robo caller when you're trying to call in? Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You feel like a robo caller when you're calling in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've been trying since the last hour, oh. uh, half a, whenever when you were talking about Rep mm. Zoe. Sure. Zephyr. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter. I am. There's, oh, good. Okay. <laughs> There's a guy by the name of Jeremy Call. C-A-R-L. Mm-hmm. He's with the Claremont Institute. And he's been doing a background research on who this person is. And if you go on his thread, it's very interesting. He, he does a whole bunch of links and documentation as to mm-hmm. who this person was. And if this goes viral, which I'm hoping it does... This may end Mr. Zoe's national fame. Yeah. All right. Well, um, in the uh, comments, uh, when we, um, when I put up our uh, replay, um, there'll be some links in the description to uh, uh, Zoe's uh, bio and whatever. Right. Now, when you say that, is that on your, when you do your podcast? Yeah, it's uh, it's at kmmsam.com. Just click on Tom and Shane's podcast. Okay. And I okay. usually have it up by eleven thirty. It's commercial free. You don't get the news. You don't get. Uh, you just get us. Yeah, oh, Tom wow. has to get up early to do that. I do. Yeah, I got to get up early. early. <laughs> well, I've been listening to you again. Nancy um, introduced me to you guys. Yeah. And I've been listening to you, and I got to give you a thumbs up. I'm. I'm spreading the word about you because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of us are fed up with the other mm-hmm. stuff, the alternatives that we've got, the Montana talk shows. Yeah. So, well, we used to be on Monday through Friday, and they kicked us off for COVID. But um, you know, we're we're trying our best to get back to Monday through Friday. It's a it's an uphill process when you're dealing with a major corporation. So it's oh, and especially hard. one that's not headquarters in Montana. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, the management of the firm, of the the radio station thought people would. Prefer to listen to fake Fauci than us. Yeah, yeah. apparently, yeah. Well, any help you guys need? Um, well, hey, sp- just know. keep spreading the word. We're we're here every week trying to do the best we can, and you know we're well. The help you can give us, and I will beg for it from all of the listeners. Go to our <laughs> podcast, hit subscribe, and hit like, and help hey, us I love get our Canada. numbers. Yeah, so you guys take care up there too. All Have right, a good weekend. Bye, bye, darling. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. I know. Let's see. From our text line, 478-8298. I'm sorry, Shane. I'll read this, and then we'll get to what you want to talk about. Uh, The only thing about about that thing from Missoula is that it can't reproduce. The last straw for every civilization is the normalization of sexual craziness. Then they collapse. So, All right. Moving on. Well, well you, oh, you had one of the topics today to talk about is why mm-hmm. plunging tax receipts are raising fears about 
the mm -hmm. debt ceiling. So mm -hmm. I, I, I did some research on this and I, I just wanted to comment about it because it, it's really important to what we were talking about mm -hmm. and this uh, recession that uh, both countries are in and they're, they're going to get worse. But the numbers mm -hmm. are really harsh because right now today you're at 161,731,000,000 employees, uh, employed people in your country, which is 1.7 million more than in uh, pre-COVID in, uh, in 2020, it was, uh, or in 2000, it was 160 million. So that's, that's a positive, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, that comes through the private sector jobs. It, they're up, it's up a million from 127 and a, and a half to 128 million. And uh, U.S. self-employed is still uh, uh, at around nine, and it was at 10 pre-COVID. Union jobs are around the same at 15.4 million. Um, government workers are down a million. They were at 24 and a half. They're at 23 now. Mm -hmm. But manufacturing now is at 13 million. It's down 4 million from 17 million in 2000. So that 4 million drop in manufacturing, mm -hmm. it, it tells you a lot. What, what, here's what it tells you. The 7 million invaders or illegal immigrants, whatever you want to call um, of them, only a million probably to a million and a half are reporting income. So it says that the other four or five that are, you know, taking jobs in your country because unemployment's where it's still at and will remain there, mm -hmm. are doing it for cash. So I mean, you know, they're coming into your country illegally, breaking the law, and then then they're working and breaking the law, and not even paying taxes. So that that's mm -hmm. the point I wanted to make is. It's sort of important, that, and that's why you're down 300 million. But it's not that bad because you're at 4.6 trillion in in revenue so far this year, mm -hmm. and it should be around 4.9. Yeah, yeah. The federal government is pulling in less tax revenue than expected, uh, prompting concerns. The early numbers could leave uh, far less time for Congress to strike a deal to avoid a uh, default on the national debt. And we know they're not going to do that, Shane. They're going to vote to nice. raise the. I mean, we uh, we go through this. They kick the can down the road six months, uh, eight months, nine months, a year at a time, and uh, they always vote for it because we can't afford to default being the reserve currency of the world. But so. the common sense resolve of this for the Republicans should be the following: very simple, mm -hmm. one page law. Mm -hmm. when, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the every department must cut their their budgets by five percent to increase the debt ceiling. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, then you wouldn't have to because, you, you, you know, yeah. you're, uh, you'd balance your budget and you wouldn't need to. So mm -hmm. it solved both problems at once. It's both a political choice, yeah. common sense choice, and a great mm -hmm. policy argument to put the wokes and Democrats on their heels. Yeah, it would. So, well, our interest on the debt right now is $561 billion, uh, about half what we sent to Ukraine so far. And... Uh, the assets per citizen, $559,771. That's the assets per citizen, every man, woman, and child in the United States. So there we go. Yeah, and even with the significant drop in people buying debt, your mm -hmm. debt gets mm -hmm. auctioned every week, you're still taking in over $5 trillion a year, or you know, raising over $5 trillion a year. So yeah. if, it, if that drops below $5 mm -hmm. trillion, you got to, that, yeah, be that, another swan, be, yeah, another well, black swan. Well, you got to start cutting those programs that everybody, uh, right. you know. 5%, buddy. That's you it. Gotta do a nickel. Got to do it. Take yeah. a nickel.
Just yeah. Taking it All right. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? This is Clint. Good morning, good sir. Good morning, Shane. Is it nice up there in Cantaloupes? It was 72 degrees yesterday. It's supposed to be 85 today there, buddy. Oh, my God. You're in the banana belt for sure. Oh, absolutely. Sister City. He must be a thousand feet below sea level to have that kind of temperature this time of year. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're we're high up like you in the valley, but uh, we're five hundred miles northwest of you. I know. Well, you're further They're north. You shouldn't get as much sun. So go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. On hill too. You don't have the elevation we have here. I don't believe. Yeah. No well, same anyway, elevation as Bozeman. About forty three hundred at the airport, mm -hmm. and about. Near five thousand at the college. Yeah. But anyway, what I wanted to talk about was this: two things. I want to talk about money first and the national mm -hmm. debt. And I think that the national debt. I think that the president will veto what our speaker of the house has put out with the Republican end of it, and part of them Democrats also to mm -hmm. put out. For the debt ceiling, they they want to reduce the thirty-one or thirty some trillion dollar debt we have. Yeah, they want to go back to nineteen or back to twenty twenty-two levels. Yeah, well, we got a there's one. We, Tom, you and I, we owe ninety-four thousand dollars a piece uh, to pay our share mm -hmm. of the debt. But we but we have over five hundred thousand dollars in assets. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, uh, we couldn't do it. There's no way. Uh, what I'm saying, the money is becoming worth less and less, and it's taken more and more of it to buy anything. So we're into a recession or a depression, whatever you want to call it. Everything seems like it's uh, gas now. It's three forty-five a gallon. And I think mm -hmm. before the summer's over, it's going to get more. I think so, too. And I don't really think our federal government knows what the hell they're doing with the border or any of the rest of the government. I, I think it's a, it's a waste. That's all I want to say about that. But here's mm -hmm. what I, I want to address the gay issue a little bit. Sure. I want to ask you boys a question. There's a lot of people that are born evidently gay, men and women, girls and boys. Not and true. Up. Yeah, I don't believe that either. Yeah, and as they grow up, uh, Tom and Shane, they kind of wonder, how come I'm a girl and I want to be a boy? And I I think that maybe that uh, – did you ever stop and think what kind of a, a psychological effect that would have on that child at about mm -hmm. 10 years old or 11? Well, at 10 years old, um, you know, I wanted to be a fire truck, um, you know, so it doesn't – at that age, at that at that age, you're not you're not confident to make those kinds of decisions. You just, yeah, that's, you're just right. that's right. At ten years old in '65, I was angry that I couldn't be president because I was born in Canada. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there, I mean, there's I I believe what happens when children grow up and and you know, I mean, kids are bullied, they're picked on, they're whatever for whatever reason, and I think you you gravitate toward uh, someone who accepts you and if a particular group uh, and it happens to be a group of sexual identity 
Uh, if you're welcomed over there, then, you know, psychologically, I think your brain says, oh, that's where I belong. And well, I'd like well, to I, see a study done, Thomas, on on all of this transgender discussion mm-hmm. of how many of these I, children are being raised by gay couples. Uh, I, I doubt, think you're after. I doubt many of them are, but. Oh, I think I they think, are. Mm-hmm. I think the vast majority are. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that are pushing their kids to be gay. Well, I don't think I, I seriously doubt. I'm just, it's an opinion. I'm just, I understand that, but don't, don't, don't uh, put it out as fact. I didn't say that. I said, I'd like to see a study. Well, you said you were sure you were sure they were, they were. No, there was a study on, on, on the fact that they're not born gay because, uh, there, and then there was a follow, two follow-up studies. And the first one was done 30 years ago with identical twins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if that, if that were the case and one was gay when they grew up and the other wasn't, then they should both been gay. And that's, and that's what they found. Mm-hmm. If, if in some cases with identical twins, one would end up being gay but not the other one, but there was literally none. Let me me give you some facts that I know that happened in my family, all right? I got a third cousin that was gay. He was a man. And he went to Harvard University and got a law degree, and he became a captain in the United States Navy. And he's buried at Norris, Montana right now. The thing is, I've talked to him, and I asked him what it felt like. He says, when I was young, I didn't know whether I wanted to be a, uh, uh, have a boy for a boyfriend or a girl. And he told me, he says, the back and forth psychological effect on me was terrible. And the way he tried to uh, to kill it in in himself, so he didn't think that way, is he decided he'd go to the Navy. So he went to the Navy. But here is a guy with an IQ. He was kind of like Don Trump. He was very intelligent. Commanded a ship at sea. His brother became a senator of the, of the state of Montana. And he was a friend of mine, even though he was related to a third cousin. So what I'm saying is I spoke to him, uh, and he told me that it was hard, he says, to be a boy when maybe you wanted to be a girl, or if you were a boy when you liked men for a a boyfriend or a a girl. He was telling me all about it, and I really listened, and I I was only about 25 then. And he told me the whole story. So what I'm going to ask you two guys is this. Are, is it a gene that you're born with that creates it, or is it what you eat, maybe, that could create it or help, whatever? I don't think it's either one. I, I, I can only speak for myself on this topic, but I can tell you absolutely that I was not born with a sexual preference. When I was a kid... Uh, you know, I, I hung out with all the boys. We played baseball. We played basketball. We, we you know, played too. softball. We had, we didn't want anything to do with women, you know, and that, and that didn't certainly didn't make me gay, right? yeah. but I can tell you, I can remember almost exactly the time that I decided, and it, w- it wasn't a decision. It was, Oh, that's what I want. <laughs> 
So, well, you know, now if people go through that, I think the question that parents and kids need to ask themselves is, okay, we have male and female and, you know, the species reproduces by those two attracting to each other. If you're not attracted to the opposite sex, the question to ask is, why not? Why are you feeling what you feel? Why are, why do you think the way you think? That would be okay. my question, to, and we're out of time, Shay, or Glenn, I'm up against the clock. Well, okay. The mm-hmm. thing is, remember this here. Mm-hmm. The psychological effect on that person, as John told me, he says it's, it's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. And that's why I think people, rather than accepting all this, why not have the person talk to someone? You know, if they if if they're truly that that feeling is truly genuine, then go for it. You know, I'm I'm not opposed to that. But well, the governor of the state of Montana's boy is, and yeah. I'd sure like to sometime. I'm a, if I ever see him, I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about that. All right, but I got to go. He should know what I'm talking about. All right, man. Thanks for the call. All right. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. We still have a full hour and a half to go, so stay tuned. A lot more coming. I've still got to talk about parole of uh, immigrants from uh, Ukraine. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's uh, Saturday. It's April 29, 2023. We have a caller waiting on the line. So, caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hello. Hello. How you doing? All right. Right on, John, here. How you doing, boy? Good. Hey, I'm like uh, Clint. Uh, he's got the turret in the back here. I've got uh, all sorts of people in the, uh, at my new office at the hot, hot pool at Chico Hot Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so bad that they don't have a hot tub for you there, uh, Tom. So. Oh, well. Um, hey. Oh. But uh, anyway, so like last week or whatever, I w- it was it was kind of bothering me. So I fo- I phoned up to the Secretary of State mm-hmm. and and uh, started going through the paperwork and everything, and tr- trying to find something uh, that was uh, b- binding illegal or whatever for misinformation uh, based on uh, a man uh, naming himself Zoe. Uh, mm-hmm. What was uh, what, what was into there and. But but um, because because they have that point in their um, running ads, so you could uh, you could run as a as a furry chicken, and and and, and no big deal. So um, but I'm, I'm going to do legal name or whatever else later on. But um, right on, John for U.S. Senate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no 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 big deal. Um, they, they really like that. Yeah, do you think I could be a, do you think I could be elected John if I if I changed my name to none of the above? Well, if if you did um uh round top instead of flat top. Yeah. You might you... <laughs> I'd make it, huh? <laughs> uh, but, uh oh man. Um it was basically uh, I, I, like when I was talking to the uh secretary. Mhm. State's office and everything like that. It, it was on the Monday there. It was just one crazy deal, yeah. and I, I I got ended up getting a couple text messages that Zoe or whatever it is named um, is is trying to raise funds. Um, I got two messages on my phone. I don't even know how they got or 
was able to find my my number, you know, and um, so they're really trying to promote uh, it, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you at a, are you at a school or something, John? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of backgrounds going on there. Oh my! Well, no, I, I told you I'm at Chico Hot Springs. Oh, I'm okay. In the hot pool. Oh, all right. At, at this at this time. Yeah. Um, but Shane, ask me any question. Go for it. Yeah, Shane, right on. John says, ask him any question. <laughs> oh no, he, he's a fact checker. I can't ask him. <laughs> oh boy. Cheat sheet in front of me, so. And I and I'm in the basement. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Th- th- throw up some um uh, uh some drop sheets and stuff so you don't get that uh, um uh, that uh, chorus background and stuff like that. There, Jane, it, it it'd be really easy to do. And you'll uh, now, you, you, you know look done. look the worst thing you could have heard this week from your president was bring your child to work day. Yeah. And he and not only could he not remember where he was last week, you know, four year old had to tell him Ireland, but worse, he said, When I became president, I found out that I give all the orders. Except I don't. I I, I have to I have to take all the orders I'm given. I, I'm right on I mean he did it to it. He, you know he's told what to do. All right. Gotta go, John. Oh, thanks for the thanks for the call, man. Yeah, yeah. Have a great weekend, boys. All right, right you on. too. All right, take it easy. Right on, John. At uh, having some fun at the Chico Hot Springs there, Shane. So he was. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You've never been there. Uh, I've been there. Of course, I've been there. You don't want to see me. You mean in... you've been a hundred yards from Yellowstone Park and you didn't walk in? No, no. I, I've been I've been to the gate of Yellowstone Park at least four times and haven't gone in. <laughs> From our text line, 478-8298, are you a bigot if you hate everything? Asking for a friend. No, uh, if you hate, uh, you know, if you're if you're open to other people's hate, you're not a bigot. That's right. Being a bigot is being intolerant of another person's point of view. Yeah. That's so the they, definition. Yeah, if they hate someone else, then you're a bigot. You can't be a bigot if, you know, if you accept their hatred of someone else. And hatred is totally different than intolerance. It's totally That's different true, yeah. Uh, yeah. positions. Uh, from our text line, the urban bus district pamphlet lied about not no not cost the taxpayers. No cost to the taxpayers, I think he meant to say. <laughs> you got that straight. Yeah, i, I got to translate sometimes. HRDC itself is funded through tax dollars and dollars to donuts, more taxes down the road. Well, maybe as they expand their lines and whatever. 
Uh, why must I, on a fixed income, bail out these depositors for more than uh, what the FDIC insured them? Redistribution of wealth to someone already wealthy, or is it cronyism? Well, I don't know about you and, mm -hmm. and, and your favorite donut shop, but, you know, we have Tim Hortons up here. It's a name brand. It's famous in Canada. And, it you know, it saddens me because... They make fresh, great donuts like, you know, Krispy mm -hmm. Creamers and all the other ones down there in your country. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're too expensive. I, I, again, it's, you know, yeah. like going to the, the meat corner in your store and, you know, you look at a ribeye steak and it's 35 bucks. Like, yeah. It's like, What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For our text line, 478-8298, I've worked professionally with the uh, LGBTQ plus uh, populations, and I can verify that many children with uh, gender dysphoria do have a parent or uh, parents that also identify as something other than straight. I believe the number of children born gay is substantially less than the media would have us believe there is a strong social component. And I would agree with that. Of course that. there has to be, because yeah. it's a social choice. Yeah, I would think it's, um, you know, that you're, uh, you're influenced by all sorts of things, experience, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, social norms, whatever. Mm -hmm. so. uh, Montana pumps, uh, Montana, <laughs> Montana town pumps having a <laughs> sale right now, eleven ninety nine for a 12-pack of Bud Light, and you get two corn dogs with it. That's absolutely Ooh. hilarious. The corn dogs. <laughs> I'll agree with that. You gotta have the, you gotta have the uh, corn dogs uh, to. Uh, my my favorite fair meal, man. I, that was yeah. the one thing I always looked forward to, as a kid, because you couldn't buy corn dogs back then, mm -hmm. frozen. But yeah, you know, and but to have a fresh corn dog at the at the fair with, oh, big big, wallop of uh, mustard on it. Oh, it was so good. With a lemonade. Remember the lemonade they'd make with real lemons? Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's pretty good stuff, yeah. Uh, I don't want my tax dollars to pay for their gender reassignment. All well, right. if it's a personal choice, it becomes a personal responsibility, doesn't it? I would think so, yeah. You'd think so. Mm -hmm. I would think so. Mm -hmm. uh, who drinks Bud Light except for old white guys? Budweiser was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the amazing thing about your your beer is Bud Light is you got even less alcohol. You yeah, know, like it, well, it's a light. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, our our our, our beer is six point oh, and yours is three point two. So yeah, yeah, you got to drink twice as much of your beer to do the same for I mean, yeah. a six pack here, and you're feeling mighty fine. You need almost a case to get there to get go. anywhere. <laughs> I thought Republicans believe parents should have the right to make decisions. Uh, now you're telling me uh, that uh, do you want the government to tell the parents what they can do, what they cannot do with their children? Well, when it comes to mutilation of a child who is unable to make a, an informed decision, I yeah, I want the government stepping in there. I do. See, when I stop talking, uh, you're you're supposed to talk, Shane. So I have no comment. <laughs> well, you can comment on something else. <laughs> Inflation is now down to five percent lower than the rest of the world. Help wanted signs everywhere, offering twenty-two dollars an hour. Seems like the economy is booming. <laughs> well, it's not booming if they're begging people to work. Uh, I think, uh, as I mentioned in the Trump. Uh, uh, 
10 things uh, Trump did, the actual uh, work requirement uh, should be put back in for welfare. So well, and and the fact is, if if your mark if if it's booming, there aren't you know wanted signs out there because everybody's everybody working, yeah, making lots so, of bucks, yeah. yeah right. So there you are, so, yeah. And that would drive up wages, yeah. Let's take another phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hi, this is uh, Big Jim from Mokina, Illinois. Um, one thing I want to talk about is a new electric vehicle coming out called the Polestar 2. Uh, they're yes. being used by some of the rental companies. Uh, it looks like a very reasonably priced EV vehicle, but they're all made in China. Well, yeah. Well, batteries and a lot of components are made all over the world, and they just uh, call them American-made because they're assembled here. Well, yeah, but there's, look, there's an argument about the battery issue, and it, and it's they're not all made in China. Uh, the world's largest battery producer for cars is Elon Musk, okay? he He's building more than anyone else. But you won't have the media tell you that because they don't want them— they don't, you know, they want to create this fear of China. You know, he's got plants in Europe, plants in the U.S., plants in China. And, you know, he's the man. So they just don't want to give him credit. Well, most of the things that go into the batteries, though, are mined in uh, places like South Africa with slave labor and all of that well, stuff as Actually, well. the majority of it comes from South America. Yeah. Lithium. Okay. And, I and should, it's down significantly in price, by the way. Yeah. I should mention the uh, elevation of Kamaloops is 1,132 feet, not 4,800 like we are here. Okay. So. That's the nice of you. <laughs> it, I, but I already, you know. knew, I, I already knew we were shorter than you. Well, yeah. <laughs> that you are. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fox lies. Okay. Uh, well, that's all we need to say about that one. So. Okay. They lie. So. Get used to it, <laughs> I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, funny how you need to prop up Trump's record when we all know what a disaster he was. Like uh, uh, most, like you're afraid uh, he goes to jail, will remember that instead of his horrible record. Well, uh, his record speaks for itself. So look it up. And so and so does that email because they didn't give one example of something he failed at. Yeah. Well, why do these people keep accusing him of failing? Yeah. But they can't come up with one example. Just one. Yeah. yeah. Not a half a dozen, not fifty like you. Yeah. Of reasons of things he was successful at. Mm -hmm. Just come, you know, send Tom one example where yeah. he failed. Yeah. Give me an example. Yeah. And um, you know, if you want to, if you want to talk about his personal life, then send me Clinton, send me uh, uh, John, uh, what the guy that ran with Gore uh, Williams uh, or Williams, yeah, whatever his name Biden. is. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like on and on and on. Yeah, if you want to send me uh, Crooks, uh, let's go for it. Yeah, uh, I still want to be a dolphin. That's signed by Jen, and I blame soy milk. All right, so <laughs> good for you, Jen. Well, not why wouldn't you want to be a three-dimensional creature? We're only two-dimensional. So. Well, yeah, there you are. So. I, I'd like to be a three-dimensional, uh, you know, animal yeah, on the planet. Yeah. 
In answer to Cliff's question, it is not what you eat. Read Romans chapter 1, then continue reading the book of Romans for the hope we can all have for today and for our eternity. So, yeah, check out Romans in the uh, King James, I guess, or whatever Bible you have. Uh, why must I prove I am me to pay my bills over the phone? Do strangers call to pay my bills? <laughs> why, why don't you let them pay the bills? <laughs> I'll go along with that. Yeah, if anybody wants to call them, uh, call up and pay my phone bill, uh, the, the phone company has my permission not to ask for identification. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-two dollars an hour doesn't go far when hamburgers eight dollars a pound. So, <laughs> you're right on that one. Absolutely true. So, well, I'm going to talk about this parole situation here, Shane. We've got to. We've got to get. Uh, I've got to get on. Uh, got to get on that a little bit. So, uh, if I can find it, <laughs> what I did with it. <laughs> it's up here. Where'd it go? It's somewhere. Where'd it go? <laughs> it's up here. There it is. All right. Uh, it seems that uh, uh, through humer- uh, humanitarian parole, this is what it's called, Shane. Humanitarian parole. Yeah, a process previously used for a minimal number of case-by-case scenarios, the Biden administration has brought about 125,000 Ukrainian nationals to the United States with another 175,000 Ukrainians arriving through other means such as temporary protected status, a um, quasi-amnesty program. So, the... uh, Biden's parole pipeline uh, has, uh, in the past few months, has imported more than 300,000 Ukrainian nationals in just a year. That's larger than Charleston, South Carolina, Jay, in the population of of, uh, South Carolina. Yeah, but this this is like, we're talking about confusing policy. So Mm -hmm. people coming in like Ukrainians from a war-torn country Mm -hmm. that— Clearly, to a large degree, are people that helped Americans mm. before and support Americans now, and trying to do it legally under guidelines that your president sets up. Well, he mm. lets seven million people down in the border come in with nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, I know. I know you are. I'm just. Why did they? Why did they parole the Mexicans or the Nicaraguans or the Hondurans yeah, or the exactly. El Salvadorans or whatever they are? You know coming from whatever so well between january 21st and february 23 biden's parole pipeline has brought more than a million foreign nationals to the united states a foreign population that exceeds the population of alaska north dakota and delaware so there and more people taking jobs well, that's the thing the uh the business is all for it because they've got another source of low-cost labor that's right. So, which is why the Fed is using this as the excuse to raise its rates, mm-hmm. because you know your Fed chairman Powell is saying, "Well, I have to see more people unemployed to mm-hmm. you know to not you know to stop uh, raising the you know the Fed rate," and and he knows that's not going to happen because he knows he's going to raise the Fed rate. So, yeah. but <laughs> it, it's a great story. It's a great cover story, but it ain't the truth, baby. Yeah. Uh, fix fish and chips with vinegar and salt in Canada, Shane, was my favorite, which is hard to find down here under Canada. So, 
Well, just ask for Vinny. Yeah, I think they're all there. Shane, Shane will they send have, you. They, they have it in the kitchen. I can guarantee you that. Shane will send you a, a case of it. Yeah. No, I won't. From our uh, text line, or from our app chat line, rather, AM 1450 KMS on your smartphone, download that app, and you'll be able to call us directly from the app. Never miss a thing. According to the Oxford Dictionary study, gay is behavioral, transgender is psychological. So there you are. Well, there you are. Well, you, you, you heard it here first. So <laughs> that it's just that easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, well, in other news, uh, Shane, Alito says he has a pretty good idea of the identity of the Dobbs decision leaker. The Dobbs decision was the uh, Roe v. Wade uh, before the Supreme Court, and the uh, Alito's, uh, uh, what? An associate. uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. He's an associate. Yeah, Associate Justice uh, gave his uh, prevailing opinion, I guess they call it, Uh, so... Yeah. So, uh, well, the one that was yeah. being, you know, filtered around to the other justices is, you know, when they make these decisions, they mm-hmm. share them with the uh, when, when the chief justice gives someone like Alito, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, to do a decision in the affirmative or the mm-hmm. opposition, mm-hmm. he shares with that. He shares that with uh, the other members to make edits or add to it. Sure. You know, yeah. because it's a group de- decision. So. Mm-hmm. It, it, it initially would be hard to find out who it is, but you're only talking about 50 people. So this can't, mm-hmm. oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, you only have 18 departments that would be able to figure this out. Yeah. Right. You and I know the answer to that. Well, he doesn't have, uh, he, he says he has an idea, but he doesn't have any proof of who it actually is. So no need. He does. He just doesn't want to give it up. What he's saying to everybody is they know, but they won't tell you. That's what he's saying. Well, he says I don't have I don't have proof, substantial proof to uh, uh, to back up the claim. So that's yeah, why but he's he can't not, say that's he why he's not naming someone. But he can't say the government knows who it is, but won't tell you. So he says I have I have a pretty good idea. He's yeah, a good cover. I like it. He's a smart man. Yeah. Well, what's the problem with uh, sharing the name if uh, if if he's got proof? Because it's to not back his it job. It's not his job. <laughs> I think it is, and 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 I think he's angry because uh, the FBI and the Justice Department aren't doing their job. That's why. Well, that could be true too. So, because right. they know it's a woke liberal. Mm-hmm. We all know that. I mean, it, it's no conservative, you know, person working for an associate justice or the chief mm-hmm. justice is going to do that. It, mm-hmm. it is a, I, I'm sorry, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong. Expressing opinion, but there you go. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, Alito said in an interview, uh, the marshal did a good job of the resources available, but the evidence was not sufficient to name a suspect. So, yeah, right. I would go okay. along with that. I, I believe. Him. Yeah, I believe him too. I believe him too. I don't. I don't think he's got the uh, goods on whoever uh, whoever it might be. So, all right. Well, you, the, 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 the bottom line here, and just as an observation of a person that's run companies before and had people, mm-hmm. you, you have to trust people and you have to delegate for you to grow your business. If, yeah. if you can't trust people, which means you delegate mm-hmm. them responsibilities, then you can't you know, mm-hmm. build a company. You can't do it all on your own. So it would seem to me that if 
if they have a pretty good idea and he's not the only one, that that person wouldn't be working there anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I, you would think. I'm I'm just making an observation. Yeah. No, I would think so too. So. And yeah. be, and remember that every session uh, they change um, uh, the the uh, you know the uh, people that work for them, and, unless they're really specifically amazing and intelligent, they they tend to run as many people through the mm -hmm. Supreme Court um, as, uh, you know, people that work for them, mm -hmm. because it's good on the resumes, you know, especially uh, later in life that, you know, you, you worked with uh, an associate justice. Yeah, that's true. Um, last week, we had a, a ongoing discussion, I guess, about the process of discovery, Shane, uh, in a criminal trial. Uh, you, uh, the the prosecution is uh, forced to provide uh, the evidence they have that a crime was committed to the defense. And uh, some people said that the uh, defense uh, also has the same obligation, uh, which is not true. And I will talk about it at the uh, top of the next hour. Oh, good. So there we are. So Here we are. got that going for us. So. So stay tuned for that uh, discovery, and also we've got a lot more to talk about. Um, student, student loans are uh, what the Article 42 or whatever, uh, the thing at the border. Going to talk about that as well. So stay tuned. A lot more to come right after the news. So stay tuned. Seven minutes after the hour, uh, 50, uh, 55 degrees and sunny outside, Shay. We're on our way to 69 degrees uh, for a high today, hopefully. 70 tomorrow, so it should be a nice Sunday. And every uh, every muscle uh, on my body hurts, Shane, from yard work uh, yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got out and had to do some stuff, clean up around the yard from all the snow and everything. And, man, I am I am hurting. Ouch. <laughs> so uh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it's a two-person show. Talk. Uh, yeah, I know. You, you're, you were going to talk about evidence. and uh, That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, we had some folks uh, talking about in the Fox trial, um, discovery uh, is um, where the uh, defense has a right to see the evidence the prosecution has. And uh, the defense uh, will ask for things like police reports or forensic analysis or uh, results of physical or mental examinations, uh, uh, evidence seized at the crime scene, uh, names and addresses of the witnesses, um, relevant witnesses or witness statements, uh, victim statements, I should say, statements made by defendant to the police, uh, summaries of expected uh, expert witness testimony, and sometimes criminal records of witnesses and the defendant. So the defense also has a duty to reciprocate in discovery, but typically the defense won't have the same level of discovery duties as the prosecution simply because, or simply based on the limited information in the defense's possession. possession. That's what I said before, that the emails that were, um, uh, that the prosecution got in the Dominion case, came from whistleblowers and people uh, violating their non-disclosure agreements, not from discovery, because I don't believe uh, any Fox lawyer is going to turn over any incriminating emails to the to the prosecution. 
That's right. I mean, there wouldn't be any any benefit of doing that. And and this important context, Mm -hmm. because this is the result of a great chief justice of your Supreme Court, Earl Warren. Mm -hmm. Love this. 1891 to 1974. He was born in 1891. So he was your chief justice. And I remember because he was around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So he, he was uh, made the associate justice uh, March 1st, 1954. And on to- October uh, 15th or October 5th, uh, 1953 to June 23rd, 1969, uh, he was a, a so- uh, he was on the court, excuse me, March 1st, 54, became Chief Justice. Now, in that 15 years, 261 days, this man and his court made every every change imaginable. In this case, what you're talking about is exculpatory um, or what they call impeaching information. It was called the Brady decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, People need to know this because it was one of the decisions his court made in 1963 uh, Brady versus Maryland, in which the Supreme Court ruled that suppression of pro, uh, uh, prosecution of evidence favorable to the defendant by the prosecutor or the uh, you know the lawyer representing someone in a lawsuit um, is requested is a, it, it violates due process. But he defined fair trial, pretrial, speedy trial, jury trial, counsel and what they couldn't couldn't do, presumption of innocence. Exclusionary rules, um, self-incrimination, double jeopardy, huge, bail and appeal. So, I mean, not not to mention all the other civil rights issues that, that, that the court saw, but just in the precedent and procedure of law in your country, this man was a tower. Yeah. So um, I, I have had ex- experience in, uh, in um, my own personal life with this, this issue of uh, um, not, you know, a, a lawyer not providing uh, ex- exculpatory evidence, um, keeping it from uh, the case I was in. And in, in all these cases uh, in both our countries, that's both our Supreme Courts um, have in their decision making of the, this issue in particular, um, disbarring the lawyer. I mean, that that is part of so if someone has done it, um, they should be disbarred. So again, uh, the the accountability is on the box on in the box. It's a matter of law, but nobody is held accountable. Yeah. Well, in addition, the uh, prosecution will also ask the defense to turn over its witness list, and that's that seems uh, logical. Uh, summaries of expected expert witnesses' testimony so that they can uh, get their own expert if they need to counter whatever the defense expert says. And uh, test- well, and, and, and just, just to add to that, it's really important because this is one of the greatest causes of delay of action or delay of court because mm-hmm. when uh, the accused hands over their witness list, you know, mm-hmm. then the prosecutor or the defense attorney for a private situation they get to discover all those witnesses yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If an accused or someone mm-hmm. being sued, um, ha- it has mm-hmm. to be given the witness list that, mm-hmm. you know, the opposition is going to call for their lawyers to discover them. Yeah. So if, that's why the famous line, don't ask a question you don't know the answer to. Because mm-hmm. if you did, if either side didn't get an answer to a question in the discovery, don't ask it in court. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, well, uh, also testing exam results. Uh, the defense must also notify the prosecution of any defenses it tends to raise, such as an alibi or self-defense or something like that. So so the prosecution needs to know what, what uh, their position is going to be. Uh, so that the, right. so that uh, the trial will uh, per, uh, go along fairly, and and, un, and under the Patriot Act, uh, uh, the government can, can uh, in your country under the Patriot Act, they can just throw you in jail for no. They don't have to expl- express a reason. They can keep you in solitary confinement, like the January 6, two, 2020 group that's still in jail. You know, in solitary mm-hmm. confinement, have no legal representation because if they had legal representation. Those lawyers could demand discovery. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now, you know, Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. three months ago shows you all the video about what was going on. Mm-hmm. And the one guy they accused him throwing jail, you know, the famous uh, Viking, mm-hmm. you know, they let out after everyone saw the video. They yeah. let him out. Yeah. He didn't get pardoned. They did. Yeah. He didn't, you know, he, mm-hmm. nothing. He, they just said, oh, <laughs> they let him out. Yeah. But they, those people in, in are still locked up. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a dishonor of justice. Yeah, it's really criminal. Yeah. Well, for most discovery requests, and this goes back to the Brady Bill that you were talking about earlier, Shane, uh, state laws and court laws uh, dictate what must be turned over and when, but one important piece of discovery is constitutionally required. As uh, referenced above, prosecutors have a constitutional and continuing duty to turn over any exculpatory, uh, exculpatory evidence to the defense. And the Supreme Court established the rule in Brady versus Maryland. And exculpatory generally means evidence that tends to contradict the defense of the, the defendant's supposed guilt or that supports lesser punishment. The evidence doesn't have to strongly indicate uh, innocence in the way of an alibi, for example, would. So there you are. Yeah, and in, in Canada, it's a... It's, it's, uh... A harsh issue because we have what's called a QC designation for lawyers, Queen's mm-hmm. Court. So not it, it's sort of a, a, a I even tell more truth to the lawyer, right, or the judge. If they get this designation, a, a member of the Queen's Court. So I give you an example. I I have I was in a situation uh, with a company where a lawyer uh, comes in to a hearing with an affidavit that he didn't. You know, he said, oh, we just got this. And yeah. he, ha- mm-hmm. ha- you know, ha- puts yeah. it in the air and says, the defense would tell you that, uh, you know, that uh, my client's lying. But this affidavit, and so f- for the first time we see it, well, it's it, the affidavit's over a month old, Thomas. Mm-hmm. So right there, he's broken the exculpatory rule. He didn't hand it mm-hmm. over to us to b- mm-hmm. be able to discover this guy on his affidavit. In the mm-hmm. affidavit, he makes an accusation against someone and, and claims he didn't know something and said that mm-hmm. uh, he came up with a new document for this mm-hmm. person, which was an employment agreement. And in the employment agreement, it, it, it acknowledged that he that he says in his affidavit he wrote to replace the previous one. In, in the employment agreement, he acknowledged that he attached mm-hmm. his evidence. It said in there that what he was claiming wasn't true. So it was like the whole court and the judge and everybody was like, now what do we do? I mean, well, the, the attorney, the attorney for the defense says I need a continuance to review this material. 
and you know uh, prevent uh, to provide a rebuttal to it. Anyway, I, I'm just saying that you yeah you got to be careful with all the documents and you got to read them all. That's mm-hmm. the harshest thing about it. But now we yeah. got AI to do it for us, right, Tom? That's it. All right. All right, uh, from our text line, 478-8298, you guys at right-wing media are giving uh, the Zoe chick attention and the spotlight. Just ignore her unless you're afraid of her. Well, I'm not afraid of her, but uh, our job here is to throw out information and for the uh, callers and the listeners and the texters to decide uh, what what to do with that information. So, Exactly. if we ignored news, we wouldn't be here. I mean, <laughs> we'd be talking about what's on sale at the Camelope's market, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, if you run the numbers, the amount of Latinos and Latinas uh, busting our southern border um, make Mexico, uh, Mexico could take and, um, uh, and take the real estate they lost. <laughs> yeah, there you go, I guess. Fifty-five percent in mm-hmm. you know the the, the mm-hmm. Spanish-American War. Yeah, know, they want it back. Well, I would. I don't blame them. I'd want it back too. So, when are they going to attack? But it was a great grab. It was yeah. under President Polk, as we talked. You know, he mm-hmm. he accessed to Texas, and then um, yeah. after the the, the, the treaty of uh, you know for the Civil War in eighteen fifty or there about eighteen forty nine. Yeah. Between the U.S. and Mexico, the U.S. picked up 55% of Mexico. What a deal, baby! Yeah. <laughs> well, she, well, it was a war. Yeah, that's true. Well, Shane, as you know, uh, some of the student loans have been refinanced through private institutions. Uh, the government loans, uh, you know, uh, have gone to uh, local banks or whatever, savings and loans. Uh, so student loan services are in a tough bind dealing with reduced staff as they prepare for the unprecedented uh, situation of 44 million borrowers returning to payments later this summer. Why are they still not paying their student loans? Why, why do we have to wait till summer to, for these uh, folks to uh, pay up? Because it's 5% of your debt. It, the, yeah. the government holds the debt. They own it. It's already part of your debt. 1.7 yeah. trillion. We mm-hmm. talked about it. That's it. You know, and, and mm-hmm. so here you have a, a, an entire generation that holds or owes 5% of your debt. Uh, that mm-hmm. would be a huge success story to come up with a common sense answer, which, of course, we have. Yeah. Well, student loan payments are expected to restart at the end of August at the latest, including for many borrowers who graduated during the pandemic and have never made such payments before. So, Well, the fascination is is your present uh, policy of of this administration and President Biden is Mm -hmm. not – they they say they want to cancel it, but they haven't really, right? No, they they, haven't. They they only put Mm -hmm. off the payments. So now it becomes a political issue, yeah. does it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not... how, how do you get every American to pay their taxes? Yeah. <laughs> if you have a, a, you know, if you have you know thirty nine million people that owe the government one point seven trillion dollars. Yeah. Then, how about and, holding and, off the taxes uh, till next August or something? <laughs> until these people are ordered to pay or yeah. you know are yeah. found responsible or yeah. held accountable mm-hmm. for their liability. Well, the service, the Student Loan Servicing Alliance, a nonprofit trade association that works on student loan servicing issues, says its members, which include federal student loan uh, uh, servicers, rather, um, 
are responsible for servicing over 95% of all federal student loans and the vast majority of private loans. So the lack of money for customer service in the industry can be traced back to a denial of increased funding uh, for the Federal Student Aid Office by Congress last year. And I would bet uh, the Republican uh, budget uh, is is cutting, uh, along with veterans, about 20%. It will probably cut this as well. Sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel for those people. They've got a free ride for this long so if they did graduate during covid they should be working and they should have their degree in place and i'm sure you know their uh, their uh, liberal arts degree is making them big bucks i would think so all right where where, where do you think tucker carlson's gonna land shane uh he's been well uh, you know <laughs> you, you look this stuff up and you google tucker carlson's yeah. worth and it's somewhere between 215 million yeah. to 300 million. He probably made the Forbes list. So, mm-hmm. or no, there's some people claim he's worth 600 million with real estate values. Yeah, could because be. he bought a yeah. lot of properties. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think Tucker Carlson needs to worry. I mean, he'll do whatever he wants. Yeah. Well, you know, they gave uh, Spotify gave Joe Rogan a multi-million dollar uh, pro, uh, thing. Uh, serious. Uh, gave uh, what the shock jock, uh, uh, you know, whatever the hell his name is, I can forget it right now. <laughs> they gave him a million dollar, uh, you know, several million dollar contracts. Uh, Russia uh, today has offered him something, mm-hmm. and uh, what America Online, which I think is where um, were the uh, former CNN uh, brother of the New York uh, uh, governor, is. <laughs> landed so um, he's got a lot of offers out there and uh, certainly uh, he's got a lot of followers a lot of people will will uh, go after him Um, you know in my house I had two rules I had to listen to Varney business in the morning and Tucker at night and um, you know as I I appreciate Brian Kilmeade I don't think he'll be the permanent host there but uh, you know I I I would usually watch it all week in preparation of our show but I haven't, I've watched maybe a couple this week with Brian, but that's it. No, they have that uh, gentleman. I can't think of it. He's an African-American that does the Saturday night show. He's Lawrence Jones. Over for Lawrence Jones. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking Alex Jones. That's the guy. Thank you. Lawrence Jones. Yeah, not Alex. Lawrence Alex Jones. Is the Sorry, other Lawrence guy. Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's taking over Tucker's slot next week. I no. Where'd you hear that? Last night on... When when they he was on with uh, the guy that's filling in Comey or whatever the guy's name, they were talking about it. I uh, boy, I think that's a loser. I'm just I, yeah, I, could I, be I wrong, know I, I watched I, it yeah. last night. And, okay, you know, okay, I could be wrong. Uh, I should look yeah. it up again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, from our app chat line, AM fourteen fifty KMMS on your smartphone. I'm going to have to sign my messages. Well, John, you don't need to because uh, your name shows up on uh, the uh, app chat line. So, or whatever whatever name you put in, I should say. So, from our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight, we don't have a representative government when the executive branch controls energy, immigration, free speech, debt ceiling, and everything else. That's Rick Ledoux on behalf of Patty Ledoux. 
Yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm sorry. Lawrence Jones is stepping in for Tucker Carlson next week, so maybe they're trying him out and see how it goes. But I, I, I think the odds are that's who it'll go to. I don't think he'll be a permanent. Uh... Oh no! It's here. It is two day, two hours ago. Lawrence Jones okay. is named as Tucker Carlson's next uh, rotating rotating rotating. Yeah. yeah, rotating would be the would yeah. be the. Uh... Yeah, they're the key gonna, word there. They're going to rotate. Yeah, they'll, they'll see who gets the best, you know. Yeah, the Look, ratings. No, yeah. The thing, I'm glad we just briefly brought this up because this, this is sort of important. Look, no, but no, nobody's not expendable in, in this game. Oh, no. Uh, you know, yeah. And O'Reilly proved that. Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, if, 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 if they got to dump you because of a deal in court or whatever, you say something stupid mm -hmm. like Lamone did or whatever. Yeah. I mean, look. Mm -hmm. Look at the governor and his brother, you know. Yeah. One Cuomo. one guy's the governor, one guy's Governor on Cuomo CNN. and his, yeah. Well, I didn't want to bring up the names. Well, he's off CNN. He's now at yeah, America. But the point is, is no whatever. one's yeah. uh, everybody's expendable. Oh yeah. It, sure. They don't care. Just yeah, the ratings, um, yeah. Yeah, the five uh beat uh, Tucker, uh, three point three million to three point one million in, in yeah. viewers, and that's I've always said that's really amazing that they're on at five o'clock Eastern time when everybody's leaving work. <laughs> how they how they get that many people when uh, you know everybody in that time zone? Uh, have, you have the largest cities in the in America uh, in that time zone. How do they how do they get that many people to watch Called radio, Tom? What we do talk radio like right now? Well, no, it's TV. I know, but it's on talk radio. Well, they carry it on radio. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, yeah, they, don't, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't tie the TV and audio ratings together. And a lot of people record it on their DVD. I, you know, there's lots of shows I record and see later. Yeah, and I, and I do it because I don't want to watch the pillow commercials and stuff like. Mm -hmm. Like I never watch the five when it's on because it's just the commercials are two or three minutes long. Oh yeah, it gets ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just I record mm -hmm. it and watch it later. Okay. Sounds good to me. So, yeah, yeah. that's why people love our show, yeah. Thomas. Uh, well, apparently, you know, they don't have to listen to. Yeah. In, you know, for every hour you're listening to what twenty minutes of ads, right? Well, yeah, not here. No, <laughs> here. it's the big guy. Like I say you're and, listening uh, to twenty-eight minutes without ads. So yeah, it's the big guy in the crazy Canuck. That's it. Well, or I the big, yeah, the big guy in his muse. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my bet would be uh, that uh, Carlson would do something like Bill O'Reilly does. He's uh, he's got the O'Reilly Factor on YouTube and other other outlets. Um, I would expect him to do something like that, or uh, possibly if Spotify makes a offer similar to Joe Rogan, uh, you know, he would probably uh, probably go over there and just do interviews with uh, people because I'm sure that uh, with all the people he's interviewed over the past and you know, knows these people, I think they would probably still come on with him. So, well, it's like the it Golden is. Bear in golf, right? Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholas. No one's going to compare or compete with his record of, of accomplishments, not just yeah. first place, second place, third place. I mean, like, if you go down the list of, of him it, through yeah. his golf career from first to 10th place, no mm -hmm. one's going to come close. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like Larry King. No, there's never going to be another Larry King. It's yeah. just not going to happen. That's going to be it. All right. We still have a full half hour to go. We come back. Forbes uh, 
2023 billionaire list is out. And guess who's number one? Not Elon Musk. We'll be right back with more right after this. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's April 29th, 2023. Glad to have you along with us. Tom Eagle up your morning mayor. Shane Matobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And as I mentioned earlier, Forbes has uh, come out with their billionaires list, uh, world world's richest. And Elon Musk has fallen to second place, Shane. Well, I, <laughs> it's a joke. I mean, they have Bernard Arnault, you know, head of the luxury, luxury goods giant LVMH, which mm. is an amazing company. He has built it. Yeah. Um, most, all, all by acquisition mm -hmm. um, is now being by value of its stock. But, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> when you look at Musk, you know, we're, we're only talking about Tesla. Yeah, he's got the the brick company. He's got well, he's got a space know, company too. Yeah, he's, you know, yeah, yeah, SpaceX. I mean, he's he's yeah. got uh, the 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 uh, drilling machine company. I mean, mm. he's yeah. got his AI company. I mean, the guy. No, I'm not even close. Oh, well, uh, Arnold's worth two hundred and eleven billion. Uh, he owns seventy-five fashion and cosmetic brands, including Louis, Louis Vuitton and others. Um, so I could I could certainly see uh, the reason Musk dropped to second place was because he bought Twitter. That that was that took some of his wealth away, and Twitter isn't worth uh, the the amount of money he paid for it as far as oh, I know he's already said it's worth you know 20 it's only worth 20 billion yeah know, yeah it's no that's what i'm saying that's why his that's why he went down and uh jeff bezos uh is number three of course amazon and uh, his wealth really dropped uh, he was worth 177 in 2021 now he's at 114 so uh he's made quite a drop uh in uh, in his uh, number four is Larry Ellison of Oracle. Um, if you remember, um, Oracle bought right now technology from Greg Gianforti for about $5 billion. And uh, his has been going up and staying steady. So uh, he's doing he's doing just fine. He's 78, by the way. You know, so Warren yeah, Buffett. Well, Amazon, as you know, after the split, we warned everyone about yeah. this. But mm -hmm. uh, it's at $105, down $0.45. Cents. Yeah. But here's another quandary, and and the reason is is that the PE ratio mm -hmm. on, on Amazon mm -hmm. is hold on to your seats, two hundred and fifty five. Yeah, I mean, you're you know you're in a crash right now in the market, mm -hmm. and stocks aren't people aren't even buying companies with cash flow better than this with a PE ratio of ten or twelve, and this is at mm -hmm. two fifty five. And boy, 59 mm -hmm. million shorts yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. So you can double that. Those are reporting mm -hmm. with eight or almost 9 billion shares out. So mm -hmm. th this uh, Bezos is in serious trouble. The Amazon numbers weren't any good. Most yeah. of the numbers mm -hmm. that they reported, the stock mm -hmm. got up and they made a big deal about it going up 8%. Ah, that's yeah. because some shorts had to cover. And then mm -hmm. it dropped. Yeah, uh, you know, back down to you know it was up eight dollars, and that's because the shorts ran in covered, and then they shorted it back mm -hmm. to a dollar, hundred and five. It's going to seventy bucks. Yeah. So I, I, it's a good opportunity when you bring this up for me to 
say mm-hmm. something that I yeah. know something about. P&E, profits to earnings. That's right. Yeah, so just for the benefit of the Earnings for that... sure, baby. That's what I call this crash. An That's earnings it. for sure crash. Yeah. Declared November 2021. All right. Warren hey, Buffett. I, I, I get to prop myself up. You won't. <laughs> what do you mean I won't? I prop you up all the time. Oh, yeah, right. I, yeah. Half man, half amazing? No, no I don't know. That's, that's Come on. Jeez. Well, I'm not an animal trainer. Well, 92-year-old Warren Buffett finds himself in fifth place, and his wealth has gone down as well from $118 billion last year to 106 this year. So the market well, has right. hit him pretty hard. It, it has, and yeah. keep in mm-hmm. mind now he's passed, and he's going to have another annual meeting very soon, like That's true. The next, yeah, next mm-hmm. week. So yeah. you know, uh, Berkshire Hathaway's at five five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and you know it, it's down. I mean, it was oh, at yeah. five hundred ninety. It went to three hundred ninety three thousand. Now, why is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, because there's only you know seven hundred fifty. There's only seven hundred fifty uh, shares. million shares out on it, or no, excuse me. The public floats five hundred and ninety thousand k. Yeah, five hundred thousand k. Yeah, and then not not half a million shares. Well, him and Munger own you know fifty two percent of that. Mm-hmm. The average shareholder has less than a thousand shares, and you know, making four hundred million cash a week. A week. That's one point six billion a month. That's like twenty billion in cash a year. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna take it private before he dies. Yeah, he's, he's out of the. Well, I don't know. They've already they've already named his successor, so he's in. I know, uh, but I'm yeah. talking about the stock and what's going on. Well, here. we'll see. I don't, I I don't know why he would take it why he would take it private, but what do I know? Sixty seven year old Bill Gates uh, comes in at number six with one hundred and four billion. He was worth one hundred and twenty nine in twenty twenty two and dropped to one hundred and four this time around. Uh, of course, Microsoft and all that. And he's he isn't really too too active in the company anymore. He's taken on philanthropic uh, things. Well, that's partially the the mm-hmm. other side of it is uh, Microsoft's the only real stock that's held up during this crash mm-hmm. around, around the $300, $350 range. Yeah. But the important thing about him that we've talked about for 10 years, and I'd let everybody to know, is that when he created Microsoft, he was the first person to create the shareholder rights agreement, mm. meaning a principal like Bill Gates had the right each year to buy uh, a, an equivalent amount of stock that he had sold at a right price at mm-hmm. around, uh, it initially was around 25 cents. Yeah. And with the splits and everything, it's gone up. So he's literally, once you, be, you know, after th- after three years, you can mm-hmm. start selling more stock. So, I mean, the, the man has been yeah. able to sell literally millions of shares of stock at yeah. like, you know, 300 <laughs> bucks. Yeah. And then buy back at, I think the last buyback he did was around $12 or something like that. Yeah. Nice deal. What a great deal. Shareholder right agreement. Get one if you get in a public company. Well, there you go. From our text line, uh, in rebuttal to uh, the fact that I don't support you, a whole man and a dancer. (laughs) So there you are, Shane. There you are. (laughs) That that works. That's you. 
All right, 81-year-old Michael Bloomberg, former uh, uh, mayor of New York City, uh, rolls in at $94.5 billion. Uh, he's into information and uh, media and all of that stuff, but um, we, all, we all know his story. And, well, yeah, and, and he, he's so brilliant that he tried to run for president, if you remember, 2020, and he spent $1.2 billion. I know, fan, financing his own uh, losing campaign. Campaign. He 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 ended up with nine. What are they called? The delegates. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> For one point yeah. two billion dollars. Yeah. Trump spent what? Trump spent seventy nine million or no seven? Seventy nine. Yeah, seventy nine million. Whatever. whatever. Well, if you've uh, seen uh, uh, videos of the border crossing, you know that every uh, border crossing uh, legal has a phone. And uh, you can you can thank 83 year old Carla Slim for that telecommunication uh, yeah. giant in Mexico. So I, I guess he's passing out phones as soon as you come across the border, because I don't understand how these people have phones, uh, how they pay for the how they pay their bill, the phone bill, unless somebody somewhere else is doing it for them, uh, just to keep in contact with them. But I I just I don't understand how somebody who all they've got is the clothes on their back can afford a phone. Yeah, it is quite remarkable. And, uh, you know, yeah. Apple just opened, started open mm -hmm. offices in India, mm -hmm. and the phone sales of uh, cellular phones in India have dropped 39% in the first quarter of this year. Mm -hmm. You know, 1.2 billion people, yeah. but about 400 million people in the country have cell phones. Yeah. Uh, number nine is some guy from India, 65 years old. Uh, I can't pronounce his name, so we're just going to move on to number 10. Steve Ballmer, who uh, uh, retired from uh, uh, Microsoft, uh, started it with Gates or came on board early uh, when Gates was first starting up. He uh, he owns a couple Seattle uh, uh, sports teams, I believe. So <laughs> he's doing he's doing okay at 80 billion uh, net worth and. Another uh, guy from France, uh, the L'Oreal Fashion Retail, uh, 69-year-old uh, Francois Betancourt and family, uh, $80.5 And uh, the interesting thing, uh, the two owners of Go Google, Larry Page and Sir, uh, Sergey Ben, uh, Larry's making a couple billion more than Sergey is. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that, is that culture shaming, uh, going on there or what? Uh, yeah, Larry's, Larry's worth 79 billion. He's 50. So we're going to have to contend with him for a long time. And, uh, Sergey is uh, 76 billion. He's 49, uh, years old. So, um, so anyway, that, that rounds out your, your top 10, um, we had a question last week, Shane, about uh, where the coal in Montana comes from. That's well, right. The richest, uh, the richest city in Montana is Coal Strip. Uh, the median household income, median, not average, the median household income, uh, $86,797, 26.3 more than the U.S. median income. Uh, the households, they've got uh, five households earning over 200000 And median earnings for workers, uh, 51650 for males, um, or the median income is 51650 Males make 72917 Females make 38125 
And, and the reason for that is because it's open pit. So open pit's mm -hmm. the most efficient yep. and produces the most uh, mm -hmm. uh, coal um, yeah. as opposed mm -hmm. to, you know, agate or underground uh, yeah. coal mining. So there you go. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, they've 97% have health insurance, 6% unemployment, um, families uh, below the poverty level, 3.4%. Uh, it's built on the coal in the hills surrounding coal strip, sit on top of the richest uh, coal fields in the country. And as such, uh, coal strips home to the second largest coal fired power plant. Well, it was till it shut two down. Uh, in the West, according to uh, NPR and according to the highest paying industry is in coal strip is utilities. So there you are. That's right. So we brought you up to speed on all the money rolling around in uh, <laughs> here. Well, going back to the Supreme Court, uh, you know, when I was a kid growing up, Shane, one of the things I remember was when my parents would take us out for a ride in the country or whatever, I'd, we'd go by farmer's fields and they'd have signs in the field, impeach Earl Warren. And I had no idea who Earl Warren was and I had no idea what impeach meant. Uh, but uh, apparently somebody took took exception to Earl's uh, various uh, uh, rulings uh, in the Supreme Court. Well, so. not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest controversy during his tenure as, uh, mm -hmm. you, you know, the uh, chief justice was their investigation of the JFK assassination, mm -hmm. which they put out as a very large book, yeah. 1,500 pages called The Warren Report. And, uh, you know, they had mm -hmm. designated the... Yeah. who the, the shooter was and that he mm -hmm. acted alone. And, yep. and and no one's ever believed that story. And uh, the mm -hmm. records were all sealed uh, by the government. So th that was yeah. the only real controversy. And that's why people always have a bit of dis disdain. Unless, unless you're a racist, because, mm -hmm. you know, with regards to uh, those type of decisions, you, you know, he, he was an uh, outstanding guy. And... Uh, but as I said earlier, when you look at the transitional changes that he made to the process and procedures of the law and the courts in your land, the guy was a tower. I mean, he mm -hmm. was just huge, huge. Oh, he was, no question. His, his um, um, you know, his position in history. Yeah, I mean, search and seizure, and you yeah, know, you, and, the, and the big one is, you know, when you arrest a, when you arrest someone, you have to. Mm -hmm. Read them their rights, and mm -hmm. we've seen it all on TV, so I don't have to go through that. Sure, we know. Yeah. yeah, that was a defense brought up by a uh, um, what do they call him? The uh, appointed prosecutor, a person couldn't afford a lawyer, so That's right. so the person uh, they appointed to the court came up with the Miranda decision. That's what it was, a Miranda decision based yeah. on federal mm -hmm. criminal law. Yeah. Did, did, and then it, did you, were you advised of your rights? All. Yeah, were you advised yeah, of your rights? They expanded it to everything civil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, a pro pharma or a pro public investigation into undisclosed luxury trips by Justice Ter Clarence Thomas, uh, received from GOP uh, mega donor Harlan Crow, has set off a firestorm among skeptics of the conservative court, and they're looking for uh, to. Uh, Re, uh, reevaluate or redesign their ethical standards of what's reported and what's not reported. And we've talked about this in past uh, uh, past uh, shows that uh, 
According yeah, but to, the, the, you know, there's yeah. a silliness, it's misdirection. The bottom line, any mm -hmm. case he, the, the, that his friend even comes close to, mm -hmm. even, you know, he would recuse himself. And th th that's why that's there in the law, is yeah. that a judge can recuse themselves mm -hmm. because any kind of personal or business relationship with somebody involved in a case yeah. before him. And, you know, saying, please, like, come on, let's get on with something real. Well, there are some who believe that he has ruled on cases that uh, involve. Yeah, uh, well, give me one because no one else has found so. Well, I've read. Don't, I've, don't I, make the accusation and not give me one. Yeah, well, I've read a few, but I should uh, pull that back up, I guess. But anyway, uh, 406 talk is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Well, I'm curious, and I know you guys would be able to find out and tell me. Whatever happened to Dinesh D'Souza or something like that with his... Dinesh D'Souza and the Thousand Mules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it went nowhere. Um, you know, nobody nobody gave it uh, any credibility other than him and, and right-wing media. And it, it never went anywhere as far as... Well, one of the reasons it didn't go anywhere because no charges of uh, fraud in the election were brought forward where it could be used as proof of fraud. So I think that's the big reason that, um, you know, a, a lot of people think that, that that's Tom's way of telling you there was no accountability. That's yeah, all. that's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> because clearly what he showed uh, was just video of drop boxes that uh, governments, uh, whether local or federal, doesn't matter, had cameras on drop boxes. And he showed the video of the same person dropping dozens and dozens of boxes. Uh, and numerous occasions at different boxes, different people. So mm -hmm. clearly there was something wrong there, and it was never properly investigated, nor was anyone charged for it. So yeah. there you go. Well, that's why I say nobody nobody has brought a charge. But to say a thousand mm -hmm. mules wasn't watched, I, no, that's not true. It, it, it went viral. Well, it went viral, but it didn't go anywhere in, it did in, yeah, in the courts. It didn't it go did, anywhere yeah, in the courts. Yeah, it didn't result yeah. in anything, but it yeah. was seen by a lot of people. Sure. Well, it's JFK assassination, too, so same there thing. You go, buddy. So, yeah. A conspiracy, buddy. That's what it's called. Only 20% of people believe we landed on the moon, so there you <laughs> okay. go. Uh-oh, I'm spinning in my seat again. Believe believe your eyes. <laughs> Is this where we start talking about electric flying vehicles? No, no, let's not go there. <laughs> Thanks for the call so much. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys out there. Thank you. All right. Yeah, the uh yeah, with uh uh Roberts uh on the Supreme Court and uh well, things in general in government chain, uh you know, they're they're Jim Jordan is calling people for, you know, these various committees. What's going on over the justice? How come you haven't done this? How come you haven't done that? And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a never-ending, uh, uh, you know, revolving door over there as to what's going on. So. All right, I'll yeah, keep talking. They did, they did a movie about it for kids <laughs> called The Never-Ending Story, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is, yeah. <laughs> Well, Disney. That, that was a joke, Tom. I know. I'm glad you told me. <laughs> no, I I, I laughed. But... I know. I'm glad you laughed. So I don't know. Disney sues DeSantis, alleging harm to its business, and I would uh, tend to agree with that. But I think 
Disney shot themselves in the foot by doing the same thing Bud Light did and expecting people to just embrace this as, oh, we're all inclusive, we're all uh, we're all one big happy family, let's all accept everything of, and everybody at face value, and uh, nothing's wrong with anybody, anywhere, anything. Yeah, they, they, they always attack a represent an ele- a publicly elected representative <laughs> right, that yeah. actually does their job, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is the first guy yeah. since uh, Disney in, in Florida 50 years ago, mm-hmm. or whatever it's been, mm-hmm. you know, made said, hey, wait, let's look, let's take another look yeah. at this, mm-hmm. really. I mean, yes, at the beginning it was great, and you, there's no way, no question that Disney. Did, did a lot of good, but, you know, the company's done incredibly well because of it, too. By the way, interesting fact, you may enjoy this. Orlando, Florida, where Disney World is, mm-hmm. is the country's leading city for a franchisee, a new franchisee for food to open. Like, they, they, they open their first franchise, franchisees in Orlando because there's Orlando has the largest uh, representative of Americans for them to, to make a determination if it could go national. And I find that interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Well, you get yeah. people from all over the all over the That's country right. and all over the world going there. I That's mean, right. I haven't been so, to Yellowstone you know, Park, but I've been to Disneyland and Disney World, both, you know. Yeah, so. I, I back in the 80s, I backed a, and helped finance a state company that uh, they, op- they opened up six stores um, you know, it's similar to the Outback story, mm-hmm. an amazing story. We should oh, talk yeah. about it sometime. Mm-hmm. But having said that, and uh, within a year, we got bought because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was the big thing back then. But you have an Outback, right? We do. You, you yeah. Know, you, yeah, we you do. You go to it? Mm-hmm. You go to it? Sure, every once in a while. Yeah. Those the onions, those. those Blooming uh, onions. Oh, yeah. my God. They're delicious. They are pretty good, yeah. Well, we're supposed to be, uh, uh, quote, getting a Chick-fil-A, too. But I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I, you know, I've, uh, years ago, like 10 years ago, I tried one once on a trip, and I, it, it was okay. Nothing exceptional. It's like, it's like the, that Subway, you know, joint you go to. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to get the right sandwich, you know. That's right. I mean, they got like 25 or 50 of them or whatever. That's right. Yeah, it's a taco that you fill yourself right? yeah. instead of a instead of a bun. Yeah. Well, Disney's suing Florida because uh, the state revoked its self-governing authority. And that's a big deal when you can self-govern your park uh, and do whatever you want to do, regardless of the laws of the state or uh, whatever. That's pretty powerful. And uh, so... Um, over the country's uh, company's political activities. And I don't know why these companies have to get involved in these specific groups. I mean, aren't they trying to attract all Americans? So why not just say, hey, everybody's welcome. Come on down. Apparently not. Hollywood yeah. destroyed their brand. The NFL oh, yeah. almost destroyed their brand. You know, with mm-hmm. you know yeah. half the American people, you know, mm-hmm. that's you're absolutely right, guys. I cannot believe that a marketing group of people in a company sat down yeah. and came up with anything to to basically tell half the country don't come to our business. Yeah. By the way, uh, Disney's the only company in the history of your country to have been given or granted these rights by a state. Mm-hmm. The only, the only yeah. company. Yeah, the only one. 
One of a kind, baby. That's it. Yeah, well, uh, Disney, uh, one of Florida's largest employers, said the nullified contracts laid the foundation for billions of Disney investment dollars and thousands of jobs. So we'll have to leave it there, Shane, because we're out of time. Say goodbye. We are. Be happy, be safe, everyone. Great show, great calls. Tom, best friend forever. I so much appreciate you mm-hmm. having me here as your muse. It's a it's a wonderful delight. Thank you, everybody. Have a great l- weekend. It's summertime and it's hot and it's coming. Live in the moment. That's all you got. Live to work. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you again next weekend. Thanks, Dave Thomas. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks, Shane, for being with me. Half man, half amazing. Don't forget our uh, podcasts on Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook, on uh, YouTube. Uh, just uh, do a search for Tom and Shane. And you should find that easily. Also, our past shows are at Tom and or at KMMSAM.com, Tom and Shane uh, podcast. Click on that and it'll take you right to it. That's going to be it for us. I am out of here.